gotta think of cocksucking ideas. Let's go. Welcome to Poor Man's Show, the happiest show in a basement. Episode 506 coming to you. Woo. Chilly basement with rugs on the wall and Brett sitting over there in a beanie and a hat. Andrew's got no beanie, no winter cap, no hat, no hair. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. You know, I don't say this enough. Say it. Cocksucker. Thank No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show, guys. You're what? What? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know. I just thought that'd be a nice thing to hear. From wait, to, we would like to hearing us it? from you, or yeah, like do we? Okay, it's your show, though. I know. <laughs> Me, I just uh, serve at the pleasure. As yeah, they say. I guess so. We're all very happy to have each other on our own shows here at the same time. What if? What if we just did our own podcast all at the same time, separately, but at the same table? Hi, We've welcome to Puke in the Gang. This is called Puke yeah, in the Gang. Yeah, I think I can do that. Taking the headphones off doesn't help Yeah, no, it case, doesn't at all because you can still hear me talking. So, I am doing Oh, man, we just got back from the gym today. Man, so, everybody, you've heard the rest and now here is the best. Jesus, Jesus, you know, the there was music in there was so loud. I think you heard the show today. What it was. We had cauliflower So, then I got out a shot. Wait, don't spoil my story. Wait, sorry, I'm listening to somebody else's show. Somebody's trying to spoil one of my stories for the Buckshot's just too much for a speaker ceiling and then i good. shot that i bitch. scarfed it down Cocksucker. and it was larger and it was a nice movie so here on the bread show we comment on things heard on other shows yeah what'd you hear i, I couldn't make anything <laughs> i don't know why taking the headphones off i still heard you guys at the exact <laughs> yeah, same volume yeah probably probably didn't isolate it what you should have done is muted your headphones i don't know how we do that there's no way to do that so never mind Oh, I we don't have a headphone. Yeah, there you go. You got a little quieter. I don't know if they, they don't isolate that no much. No one can see though, what I'm doing. And I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, you can't get the cord back in. Man, like I said, welcome to episode 506 of Portman Show. Whew, how you guys doing after that gym workout? My shoulders hurt. I'm really disappointed in myself. Okay. Why? Aren't, well, so we I did terribly. Are. Last time you went into the gym with me, we did like, we did the same or I did better. And then this time I fucking was pathetic. Why do you think that is? Were you off when you were away? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I think we've gone to the gym once in like the last month. And uh, also, I have. I am preparing for what's going to be a bad month. What? It's Christmas. No, it's going to be after Christmas. Oh. I'm talking January, February, March. Oh, okay. It's going to be a bad month where all I can do is go to the gym. Bands. Go to the gym and work on a computer. Yeah. I can't drink or smoke for a <gasps> Holy month. Holy fuck. What about vape? Can't vape. Wait, why can't you vape? Oh, my God. I, I don't want to get into the details, but this is basically a Nic- month where I'm forced to detox yeah. for a month. Nicotine, so, nicotine gum. Patches? For the past month. What about dripping e-juice into your eyeball like a heroin addict? Yeah, I could probably do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm 
preparing for that by overdoing it now. Oh, good. Well, what are you overdoing? What, the nicotine and everything? And everything. the booze? Yep. The cock sucking? Yep. Mm. You'd think you could do it so much you'd just get tired of it. No, you just get you just want more. That's how addictions work. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, man, that's going to be tough. I know. Whew. Well, hopefully it's... Uh, I think it'll be worth it, though, because I, I think I know what you're referencing, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be fun, but... Hopefully, in the end, you'll be a happier person. But that seems unlikely to occur. <laughs> Duke's like, that cocksucker's never happy. <laughs> well, I'm not happy. I'm super depressed right now because the fucking hot water heater is dead or something. That's called situational depression. Yeah. Yeah. And we just came back from the gym and like I'm just exhausted and tired and then depressed and then I, I don't know. I trying feel... To, I'm trying to feel happy again. Man, you guys don't feel happy walking out? No! Why? Life! I'm like Jan. I'm right in the middle. <laughs> Jan? It's yeah. the Brady Bunch process. process. What's your reference? Yeah. Oh. Those cocksuckers. <laughs> I love a We should have called this show the cocksuckers. You know, enjoy the doing. Yeah. That's I what I say before I go into the bathroom in the morning. <laughs> Good one. And then it sounds like this. <laughs> so I've got the greatest pooping situation, like in, in a cohabitation pooping situation. Yeah. This is like ideal where I live right now. I can take my girlfriend, Gabriella, I can put her in this totally different part of the house with a TV. I can walk. I don't know, 30 paces? I was with my girlfriend all weekend, and I'm catching up on BMs. And go into a bathroom. Then you say, Gabriella, turn on the streaming channel. (laughs) I got this nice setup. Well, yeah. Wait, what's the streaming channel? Hulu. You set up a camera in your bathroom. Uh, uh, no, no, so no. she could be there with you without having to smell it. <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, so I go all this way away. Turn yeah. on noise. Oh yeah, like get like a white noise machine Brett's or got fart fans. fan. Yeah, yeah. One makes heat. One makes poops go away. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there last night. It's mid, like almost midnight. We had a we had a long day yesterday, and uh, I'm like, damn, I can't go. Mm. I really had to go, but I can't. I still haven't. What? Yeah, okay. I haven't had a chance well, today. I haven't. I haven't had any time. Uh, have you tried stopping at a gas station? That no, I would. That could, <laughs> never, that could never work. It could never work. Mm. So anyway, seems unhealthy. Well, but I'm generally pretty healthy. How about that? Well, that's a good point. Yeah, it is unfortunate when you have to shit at midnight. Do you think having a poop helps or hurts at the gym? Oh, definitely hurts. Because you're concentrating on not exploding your ass. Are you really? Well, I am. I've never been to the gym and been like, oh, I'm, I can't focus on the gym because I'm focused on not pooping. Gymming makes pooping have to, uh, the feeling of having to poop go away. Oh, does it? But not, yeah. not before you get there. And then that's all I can think about is I'm going to do a squat and poop. That is a gym where shitting yourself would be acceptable. I don't think so. That, wow. That's not acceptable anyway. I don't know that uh, any gym there, it would be acceptable. There's a name for it. <laughs> kind of gyms do you go to? No, there, my friend. We know. Who, who I've talked about on the show. I even named an episode of School Sucks, Filling the Trough. 
And it was a show ostensibly about learning. No. But at the end of the show, my friend Scott, who's a used to be the host of Barbell Logic podcast, he goes, "Yeah, man, I went down. I tried to go back up, filled the trough." <laughs> Means shit. Yeah. Shit. What was he doing over? And this a is trough? not an old man. This is a man just a few years older than I am. Yeah. Well, it happens to the best of us, I guess. Now. Was he at a gym? I don't know all the details. Maybe mm. he, I think he has a home set up where you can just fill trough after trough if you need to. <laughs> yes. You can fill the trough every workout if you want. With no yeah. repercussions. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But I think uh, th- that would be the kind of place, right? Like the people who go to that gym, they're like, all right, man, shit yourself. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, they no one's ever said that there. No, that's not. Def- I feel like people would shit themselves way more at the gym we were going to that was in downtown, downtown Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's called that, ed- like edge. LA, LA Fit. No, not LA Fitness. What was that? Gold's Gym. It, it was Gold's Gym. And then it was Town Place. There's like 12 other names since we stopped going there. Etage. Yeah. What? Yeah. Etage. Et- what the? It's the word stage, but instead of an S, there's a E. E. Oh. Stage. Are they trying to be clever or is it somebody's last name? It's the name of the building. Etage. The building is like. Maybe it's pronounced Etage. It could be. Yeah. Who would ever know? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, they should call it the trough. We need to ask Paul Weller who how to pronounce the name of the building he works in. Yeah, was that the guy at the the, the yeah. counter or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> I barely remember this story. The guy's name was Paul Weller. Let's do a clip show. We remembered his name. <laughs> yeah, we should. You guys remember the time? Pew, Q up episode 387. There, okay. Uh, there it is. Scrabbly boys. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Weller was a man that we remembered because that's the name of a musician who worked at the stand. Um, I don't know. He was kind of like a, what do you call that? Almost a doorman, but. It has a name. Not maitre d. Concierge. Concierge. Mm. Yes, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. And we, you know, I parked in the parking garage on a date one time and he was there and I said, oh, hey, Paul. <laughs> and I walked by him. And he goes, hey. <laughs> Hey, fellow that remembers my name tag. Yeah, it would have been better if you remembered my name. And in yeah. fact, I think we talked about that. Like, let's get Paul Weller to learn our Or if names. he called you Mr. Brett. Mr. Brett. Oh, yeah, that's That's what the you way want. to do it. But he has to say it in an accent. What kind of accent? Any accent. Are it doesn't matter. Accent? It really oh, okay. doesn't matter. Like, uh, in Nicaragua, the people, oh, yeah? the people who used to work for my dad called him Mr. Warren. Okay. And it just sounds like, wow, you have so much respect for this guy. <laughs> but they just didn't know his last name. I don't know if they knew if Warren was his first or his last name. Yeah, that's true. It's a foreign I don't know if they understand the... last names. They have like a hundred. That's true. You ever met them? Out of a yeah, the the Hispanic folk didn't branch out when it came to last names at all. No, they branched out too far. Too far. They have like a hundred last names. Yeah, but white boys got like a billion. What? You ever no, see what? what? Hispanic people have way less last names than white. No, oh, you, no, no, I mean names. each person has way more last names. To themselves. What? Yes. I'm talking about like, you know, everybody's either Rodriguez or... Yeah, Gonzalez. Uh, Gonzalez yeah. or Horchata yeah. or Taco Bell. <laughs> right. But <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the Hispanic people that have like six names? Yes. Yeah. Everyone is what named is Juan Gonzalez Horchata Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. mm, and then there's like Maria Gonzalez Horchata Taco Bell. 
Uh, I will say, yes, uh, Gabriela is Hispanic and has names, like extra names that we don't usually talk about. What, right. is, what is that? Is that just a, is it like the, the mother's maiden name or something gets tacked in there? No one knows. I don't know if I've ever, oh, so no one actually no one. knows. They just have too many and it gets confusing. Okay. And then you try and send money to them and they're like, okay, what's the first name? Yeah. Okay, got it. What's the second name? What's the last name? Which one? What's the fourth from What's the, the middle? middle name? No, there's one last name. It's the middle. The middle is. But which last name is the last name though? I, I don't even know. The probably the one, one that's the last. Are you sure? Yeah. That is generally yes. when I when you say last, I feel like that would be that would construe. But what does last, last translate to in Spanish? A, a horchata. I don't know. <laughs> is horchata eggnog? I do not know, but I, I don't think so. I think is it Mexican eggnog? It doesn't go bad. Because they don't have refrigerators? No, it's like something I'll ask my phone. Yeah. ¿Cómo se dice horchata en inglés? I, th I think it's I'm like... I'm just on the home screen, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some sort of disgusting... Not, like, have you had eggnog? Is it disgusting? Have you, you had Eggnog's it? not disgusting. Have you had eggnog? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, eggnog's fun. I fucking love eggnog. I would, uh, I would drink it endlessly. Horchata or... Or, ooh, interesting. Here's an alternate spelling, O-R-X-A-T-A, or Orxata, or something like that. Uh, in Spain, it's made with soaked ground and sweetened tiger nuts. What? <laughs> That's what Wikipedia says. That is the most made-up thing I ever heard. It's Wikipedia, so obviously soaked it's ground, true. meaning like they just soak the earth. And they sweeten tiger oh, yeah, nuts. Yeah, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google more. That's the most made-up thing I've ever heard in my life. So we were at the... Why did we leave the gym? Because you had to poop. No, but I never did. But I know, but you went to the poop story. Oh. From the gym. Oh, well, what else do we want to say about that? I love the gym! You know, I love being there. It was the first time I was at the gym and probably... When was the last time we were there? It was almost two months ago. Okay. No, it was... It Six was, weeks ago. I got an answer. I think it was less than that. I think it was like when I lived here. Horchata uh, is no. a sweet and usually dairy-free beverage made of soaked grains or nuts and seeds and water that is flavored with spices. Although each culture brings its own preferences and flavor profiles into the preparation and other ingredients are added, horchata is, in essence, a simple and humble beverage widely consumed in Mexico. There Doesn't sound simple. Not only are adaptions throughout... Oh, I'm sorry. Adaptations throughout Latin America, but also various... Uh, oh, here we go. Most famous in the Western world, Mexican rice-based drink, sweetened with sugar and flavored with cinnamon. So basically... Uh, cinnamon, sugar, rice water. Yeah, it's like just flavorless sugar oh. water. Probably. I, thought, I thought it had eggs. No, it tastes like cinnamon and sugar. Oh, but you said it was oh, non-dairy, so... But... It says usually. Usually dairy-free. So it usually has no eggs. So up here, I bet it's got it. Yeah, dairy eggs. <laughs> Sounds like it might be rice pudding. You know, I go to the, the convenience store up the road, and I always make this mistake. I say, let's see You what say, kind give of, me the horchata. Let's see what kind of snacks they have that I've never seen before. Mm. So let me go into my Do you truck. ever get to see snacks you've never seen before? Yes. Like when? here. Here we go. Oh, he's got snacks. These are called... Gum. While we're on the subject of uh, other languages, cuevos. Ooh. Cuevos. It says sour cream and onion flavor, but yeah. what are they? Made from egg whites, oh. keto friendly. What? Oh, now Andrew are they good or is disgusting? into them too? Here's the problem. Guess the price of that bag. Oh no, uh, five dollars. No, less. Than uh, four seventy-five. 
three something. Okay. Serving size, one bag, about 28 chips. Right. So now I so, love so Quavos. 140 calories. <laughs> right? So, yeah. But I'm going to pay three fifty for 140 calories just because I love the taste of a fucking Quavo? Quanto yeah. queso. Wait. Tres? Huevos. So I get... Wait, isn't a huevos spelled with an H? No. Huevos is spelled with a... It's a J, right? Oh, maybe. I think so, yeah. yeah. So why why are those called Quavos? What's the Q for? Is that just a brand name? I think it's just a name. Oh, okay. I think it might be uh, a portmanteau <gasps> of egg and cheese. Queso huevos. Yeah. So is wow. it quevos? I didn't know the Spanish were allowed to do portmanteaus. I thought that was English only. Well, the French invented oh. it. No, Nothing. I can tell you. With- portmanteau is obviously an English word. In in Spanish, <laughs> I'm going around Nicaragua. Yeah, and I'm I'm making portmanteaus out of two Spanish words. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, I was having a blast. You just making up. People just think like, boy, look at that retarded white guy. No, I was making Alba <laughs> laugh hysterically. It's easier to it. do in Spanish. It's really easy oh, to do. Yeah, yeah, because because they're all very. You're similar. not thinking about the meanings. You're just putting two words together just and somehow sounds, it works. Yeah. And it's hysterical, <laughs> right? But if you do make the meanings work, it's it's amazing. Man, you should have filmed some TikToks I know. and shares. Shit, I should have. Because yeah, it could have been f- popular. There's way less variance in Spanish than in English, because English is such a cockamamie kind of language. Where language. Spanish is probably closer to the Latin that it came from. And it's it's really easy because all the sounds are pretty similar. Oh, I mean, you yeah. could probably write songs really easy hmm. in Spanish because of all the words that rhyme. But you might yeah. even not even you might not even need to rhyme songs if Spanish is such a beautiful language. You ever seen a 1987 movie starring Lou Diamond Phillips called La Bamba? There's yeah. a song in that yeah. movie where he's like Para bailar La Bamba, Para bailar La Bamba, se necesito una botna ni gasta. Yeah. Una botna ni gasta. And then he just goes ahí va, ahí va. What a beautiful language. I don't care for it. Spanish is one of those languages I do not like. I'm not, I don't even know if I'm on anymore. I just want to be referred to as Mr. Andrew. You can be. I know. <laughs> Mr. Andreas. I've been called no. Mr. Brett. Uh, there you go. When I used to By work Paul at a Weller? school. No, when I no. used to work at a school. What, shouldn't you want to be called Senior Andrew? No, Mr. Andrew. No. What's Senior? But in an accent. What about Senior? Does that not have I the weight? I prefer an American yeah. call me that. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> senior Mr. Andrew. There was this kid. His name was Joe. He was African American, and he was from. Uh, we called him Black Joe. A city. Okay. I don't want to give too many. We called him Urban away. Black Joe. <laughs> and this was like over fifteen years ago. And this kid was uh, Black a Joe. fucking terror. You know, he would like uh, fill the trough just to spite you. Oh no! He'd be like, "Clean my trough. <laughs> Look what I did." Wow. No, he wouldn't do that. But uh-huh. like, he'd go in the shower, right? We'd be like, "Joe, you smell awful. Go take a shower." And then they'd go in the bathroom. And run the water. I mean, it's not like we could watch them shower. How horrifying. Uh, for yeah, it's everybody. not the military. Right. Yeah, it's really too bad. And he'd come out and he'd <laughs> smell worse. 
He'd smell worse. Yes, because he'd stick his head in the water. They don't like to shower, I guess. Who's they? The kids at this school. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was unclear yeah, what I meant. Was, yeah, but yeah, the careful. kids at the school, they did. I don't know. Oh, and and me, it's not like, you know, it's something you had to be sensitive because maybe like they had a bad time in the shower once. That kind of a thing. Uh, or they had a bad time being naked. Oh, uh, they got fucked. Something happened when yeah. they were naked and they yeah. just like to keep their clothes on. Yeah. But but do we start this is this is a slippery, <laughs> smelly, slippery road to go down. Like if all of a sudden we just let it slide that somebody's stinky because maybe they had a bad experience in a shower once. Mm. If we apply this to everybody and everything that could be, yeah. Everyone's had a bad experience at something and then we have to stop all things forever. Yeah, right. So anyway, they Joe was get some therapy. smelly and a pain in the ass, but he always would say, Mr. Brett, Mr. Brett. But do you think it was out of disrespect because you should have been called Mr. Vinat? Mm, I like, like Mr. We had Brett. A, we had a teacher in high school named uh, Dr. Pritchard. Do you think we called him doctor? Yes. No. We called him Mr. Dr. Pritchard. <laughs> it was just the easiest thing Mr. to do doctor? to piss him off constantly. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, Okay, it's a new day. Let's kick this off on the absolute wrong foot. Hey, Mr. Dr. Pritchard, we got to spend the next hour with you. <laughs> Let's go. And then he was out in the parking lot cutting your brake lines. I didn't have a car yet. Oh. Hmm. That's so weird. I was 15. Like, who was like, now that I'm a doctor, it's off to Butler High School. Oh, yeah. Not even the high school. It was the intermediate Heroin high school. Heroin addicts. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people, people slide. I don't know. Everyone has a different situation. You ever those teachers where there's like just a a story that you never, no one ever confirms it. It's just widely known. It's like, oh, what happened to this guy's name was Mr. Berta. Yeah. What happened to Mr. Berta? He was a, oh, he was a crackhead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say he was a captain in World War II and he saved a private named Ryan. Well, like, I don't know how the, the, the rumor got started that he was a crackhead, but everyone knew he was a crackhead. <laughs> like, it was just common knowledge all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know. Rumors seem to fly in, in schools, yeah. kids. But he disappeared, and he I liked that teacher. He yeah. was, like, one of the two teachers I didn't absolutely despise. And he got tired of you fucking kids calling him a crackhead. First day, just to try and get our attention. It was a science class, like eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, he had a, a roll of magnesium. Ooh. You ever seen, seen magnesium on fire? I have. Yeah, it's cool. I've also been in school, you fuck. I don't know. Does everyone get to see magnesium on fire in school? I think it's fairly common. I mean, there's no guarantee. Joe probably didn't. Little little Joe over there, smelly Joe. Intimidating, he probably, he probably, smelly. Yeah, he probably didn't go. To, he probably didn't go to a good school that had fun science classes. Well, Brett with Mr. Brett was there. I don't know. Did you teach Brett? Mm, I don't remember what we did the first year. I taught that group. I don't know if he was there. The second year, I all just made the all we did was make a newspaper. <laughs> all you did every day was burn magnesium. We, did, we made a newspaper, and then I would stop school at noon, and we would go outside. Nice. <laughs> so I have about nine memories from actual classes in school throughout my entire school career. Yeah, nine things that like I either learned or remembered. Three of them were from Mister Berta's class. One was the first day of school. He lit the magnesium on fire. Went cool. Magnesium burns like super cool. I haven't yeah. seen it since. Now I want to burn. But he things. was also holding it up, <clears throat> and it was dripping as it melted and burned. Yeah, and it dripped into the trash can, 
and the trash can caught fire because it was filled <laughs> with paper, yeah. and then his sweater caught fire. Oh wow! It was okay. amazing. That's even that's it was a, very that's memorable. A, that is a part of the burning magnesium I do not remember from school. The second thing I remember was we all had to do assignments based on a an element from the periodic table, and I got cobalt, and I learned about cobalt. Mm. The third excellent thing drills was made out of cobalt. I actually tried kind of hard on this. We had to do the mousetrap cars. Okay. That was kind of fun. I did a good job with that. Yeah. What about derbies? Did you ever do a little roller derby cars? No. Where you get like a piece of balsa wood and you got a... That was the mousetrap car. Ah, they're different. Yeah. I mean, they're di- the, the ones I'm thinking of I just know, these ones that power themselves. Yeah. But yeah, that was one third of everything I ever learned in school. Did you... Magnesium, kill- cobalt, mousetraps. It would be amazing if you made a mousetrap car that just had a dead mouse stapled to it. That was also the year they banned yo-yos and that Crave powder. Yeah. (laughs) What powder? Crave. Yeah, what What is is that? that? Look up Crave spelled with a K and then space powder. It was like... um, Remember Pop Rocks? It was kind of like that. Oh. Now Pop Rocks were like so flavorful. It was like it would attack your tongue. Yeah. No, this isn't it. Well, this is what comes up now with Crave Shit. powder because it's been 20 years. This looks like some sort of supplement. But, oh, there's Crave cereal. No, none of this is it. Oh, none that of this sounds is it. delicious. It came in little test tubes. Kind of like that. Nope. Crave kicker. Nope. nope. Oh, what's this? Nope. No? Okay. None of this is it. Keep scrolling. Sorry. Give me a year, maybe. Uh, 1998. Let's see if anything comes up with that. Fuck. Uh, it's Hot Pockets. Thanks, Google. That makes fucking sense. This you is would, uh, Mandela it. effect shit right <laughs> here. I think it is. Uh, try candy. Add the word candy. Oh, Crave Powder Candy. Let's try Just, just try Crave Candy. Too late. I already hit enter. <sighs> Supplement no. still. This? Fuck. What's that? They're all Beef jerky. Andrew misremembers. Oh, no. What if it never existed? Chat, somebody help me. It. They came in like plastic test tubes. Who did you eat them you with? You could get everybody in school. And then we started <laughs> trading them because there were all these different flavors. Who did you trade them with? Everybody in school. So somebody I Name somebody I know. Tyrell. No, somebody I know. Oh, I don't know. Larry? No. Tony? No. Andrew? Yeah. Are these real people that you <laughs> are? Well, I don't know how much I hung out with Larry that year. I met Tony that year. Possibly the year before? Fuck. They're, well, there's it was no like, one I can text. You know, to like Pop them. Rocks was like in a little bag. Yeah. And yeah. if you poured a bunch in your mouth, like your fucking mouth exploded. I thought Pop Rocks came in a little box. <laughs> I remember Pop Rocks coming in. There's Nerds Rope. Nope. Apparently. It wasn't a rope. It was, wasn't Nerd. Oh, see, I'm thinking of Nerds. Oh, nerds sweet. came in a little box. You you search too. Brett, you search You guys too. do a show. You guys all search. I got to figure this out. I don't want to do a show. Sweet Tarts, Twizzler. Myself? Uh, toxic waste, hazardously sour candy. These are all candies from the '90s. Oh, of course, Warheads. Who can't forget those? Those were uh, both delicious and disgusting. Now the problem here is, I think this website is uh, old fuck candies that you can actually buy. It was like kind of like was... Fun Dip. Oh, I think I remember. Oh, fun you dip. could eat the stick. Yeah, you didn't basically... have a stick though. It was just powder. You were like just spit into and your this mouth powder. would t- turn color. Okay. And then oh, we take them and we mix them. Mix them with what? New disgusting colors? Yeah. Oh. It was just a thousand percent sugar and like, uh, what's that shit in Chinese food? MSD or? MSG. G. One of those letters. 
But uh, that sounds sounds disgusting. So you're mixing this stuff? Trying to think what kind of candies. I, I always like nerds. I don't know why. They had an insane flavor. And they were fun because they were like, it was like pouring sand in your mouth and then you could chew it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for me, we would ride our bike to Lindy's Country Store. We'd get some candy cigarettes and yeah. gum, cigars, and I'm trying to remember. The Fun Dip was a, was a standard. Hot balls. I mean, what <laughs> the fuck were we thinking? Hot balls? It's just this giant cinnamon and sugar ball. Yeah, that burned your mouth. Yeah, when or... we were talking about Ochaka, I was like, that cinnamon and sugar sounds good. Horchata? Horchata. What did I say? Horchata? <laughs> you said Oakley Doakley. Yeah, Ochaka. Ochaka is uh, something else. Is that a town <laughs> somewhere? So maybe this never existed. Okay, yeah, probably that's didn't. what we concluded minutes ago. You probably saw it in an episode of Seinfeld and then thought it was your life. <laughs> this is going to bother Andrew for the rest of time. They've erased an entire year of my life. I don't know who they probably. are, but they've done it. Aliens or the Men in Black. <laughs> we'll always remember that though. Yeah, so we went to the gym today, and uh, we did a pretty pretty serious workout. Started with shoulders, yeah, and then we went to chesty things, and then we did more shoulders, and then we did a workout that involved shoulders, and then some more shoulder work, and then triceps. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. While we were on about the second to last exercise with triceps, I was uh, standing there thinking about how much my arms hurt, and I realized, man, I'm not going to be able to brush my teeth tomorrow morning from all the soreness and then i thought holy shit business idea boys we're gonna invent the bodybuilder's toothbrush so it's gonna be an electric toothbrush but it attaches to the wall so you don't need you don't have to you know put your arms up to your mouth when they're so sore and this tired. is what i do yeah oh i have an electric toothbrush you just I, tape I, it to the wall no i hang it from a metal coat hanger that i oh, undid okay. Uh, and then I attach that to like the top of the mirror and it just dangles there going <laughs> and I just put it in my mouth. Yeah. I think, I think there's a, I think there's a market there for that. Well, what a or, feeling. Or also we can, uh, we can go after the armless veteran community slash anybody else without arms. Man, I feel like I want to do a fitness show, <laughs> but I'm not qualified, but I just want to say to all the people listening at home interested in fitness. This this way of working out that we're doing now, and I know I've said this like three times before through the years, is the best way to do it. Having a push day, which is what we did, all of your pushing muscles, then all of your pulling muscles another day. That's pulling muscles. Yeah. And then a leg day. Andrew has now left the planet. Mentally, yeah. I mean, Utility I'm looking flies. so hard right now. <laughs> we can tell you haven't talked for like three minutes. Yeah, it's very unusual for you. I was also happy. The first candy bar was invented in 1847 wow. by Joseph Fry in England. Wow. Now, what counts as a candy bar? What was the first candy bar? I don't know, but in 1847, Oliver Chase invents the machine for cutting lozenges, and hence the favored the. F- Fabled Necco Wafer was born. Oh, really? The Necco mm-hmm. Wafer. Yeah. Here's some talcum powder colored. 1880, candy corn. Oh, my God. Really? It's, it's been around that long? What's the oldest candy? Honey, I guess. Can you remember any other details of this story? 
or anything else going on around this story? 1890, peanut brittle. That's not you, though. No. You know what? Here's the thing, though, is I remember that candy. I remember seeing candy that came in little test tubes, and I think it was powder. But he said he mixed it with something else. Did you no, mix it, it to get high? No. <laughs> he mixed it with other oh. flavors. I was they like, are you thinking with- you were... Trayvon Martin? <laughs> they mix it with cocaine. Hershey's Kiss is 1906. Okay. Also 1906, Chicklets. Mm. Chicklet. Mr. Mister Chicklet. Lifesavers, 1912. Okay. Nice. Not bad. Heath Bar, 1914. Mm. Ah, how about this? A fucking candy invention year quiz. Andrew, you name the candy. We'll tell you the year. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy. Okay, so Nestle introduces Laffy Taffy, the taffy with a joke inside every package. Learn more about the hilarious history here. Link. <laughs> now, okay, puke. Laffy Taffy. Taffy. Puke and I work together. No, puke and I compete. Oh, oh. geez. This spawned a real trend. You know, the following year, oh. Nestle Wonka introduces, and that's a, it's a hint, right? Mm. Nestle Wonka introduces a coin shaped candy that came in five flavors, better known as wacky wafers. Okay. Oh, really? I never heard of that one. I'm going to say Laffy Taffy. 1977. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with uh, Taffy was popular in the 20s, so I'm going to go with 1926. Brad was a whole lot closer. 1971. Wow. We sure skipped a lot of years for candy. Pop Rocks. 1983. Po- well, it's uh, inventions are always earlier than oh, you think yeah. they are. Because right. they become popular. The VCR was invented in like 1807. General Mills introduced a truly revolutionary product. <laughs> like, geez, we called didn't have one like This led to a rumor that swept the nation. Curious? Link. Fuck them for that. But I'm going to say 1978. Wow. Brett's pretty fucking close. Four. 74. Okay. Always earlier than you think. Wow. Brett Pop Rocks. Junior Mints. Junior Mints. Uh, Seinfeld. 90s. No, no, Junior Mints. I mean, yes, correct, but <laughs> Junior Mints are one of the older. That's got to be candies. right. Can't like mint and chocolates. It's, it's super simple. Mm. It's like one of those poverty level. Mm, Why are they called? Who's Junior? Like 1930s, right? It's oh, a little. Junior. So you think it probably has a bit of a racial angle too, right? Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 19. So when is a bad time for race relations that isn't now? The 50s. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, I'm going to say the junior mints. I'm going to say the 1940s. I'm going to say 1947. Holy shit. Did he, is that what year it is? Yes. I wow. am the fucking guess what year candy yeah, was just, invented. Plain, plain chocolate M&Ms. Oh, is there a little description? Sometimes a little description. Now I know. Here's the thing: I do know. M and M's, plain chocolate candies, are introduced with six colors in response to depressed chocolate sales during the summer months. These candies will melt in your mouth, not in your hands. Yeah, they were. I know that they were sent overseas for the troops because they didn't melt, allegedly. Even though they do melt, only in your mouth. Fucking lie. Uh, So they must have been invented prior to like '42. I'm going to say the '30s. Because he said one of the clues is depressed, right? And then but the depressed. gays got a hold of him and made Skittles. Depressed <laughs> summer months. Mm. That's what Trayvon Martin had. Skittles? Yeah. What? Trayvon Martin. He had so, Skittles and they shot him? More like Gavon Martin. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that was, well, we don't need to rehash mm. all that. Mm. Taste the taste the nine millimeter rainbow, bitch. 
Um, nineteen. So insensitive. Nineteen thirty-one. I already gave my answer. I, I said like like Did it was before World War Two. I said the thirties. So I'll give a year thirty-six. You were closer. Forty-one. Forty. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So moving on. No more candy quiz. Yeah. Every week we should have a quiz though. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Hey, we if you're just, just joining us shit. and this is your first time. Are we recording? This show goes back and sure forth so. between gym talk and candy quizzes. <laughs> and if you don't like it, there's other shows. And inventions involving a grid system on the ceiling where a toothbrush comes down and mashes a mouse and Holy then brushes shit. your teeth. Were you thinking of that when you said that? Or did you just think of the grid system now for the toothbrush? Just, just now. God, I, you know, I think there'd be a way to... I was to, thinking uh, of just sticking it to the wall, but then I realized, oh my God, we have a grid system. we got to put that bitch to use when it's not mouse But here's hammering. the problem. The, yeah, the grid system is is mouse hammer. That seems unsanitary, but it's You okay. can have more than one no, grid? No, no, no. We don't need more than one grid system. Oh. We, we can reutilize the grid system. You just have to incorporate Breakfast Brook to sanitize oh, yeah, the mouse yeah. hammer grid system. The hammer goes over, sanitizes in the brook, changes out its end effector from a hammer into... Toothbrush, because I feel like you don't. I don't think we need a, a a combo hammer toothbrush. That seems unnecessary. Yeah, right. But what if brushing your teeth with a hammer is super effective? Yeah. Why? Well, I, I chipped a tooth that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was on one of the uh, the prototypes that didn't yeah, work out well. It just didn't. Uh, we had a bunch of hockey players come in to test it out, and that's how they lost all their teeth. So. Well, I mean, what uh, what uh, loops did we leave open there? Uh, I'm happy with the the gym. I was neither happy. Well, I was a little bit disappointed with the gym, but I don't feel bad. Puke is very upset with the gym and feels bad. Well, I have great <laughs> news for the fat little gaylords at home. It turns out you can stay pretty strong. You can achieve hypertrophy, if you will, mm. at home where you are being a fat little gaylord. That's like this a, is what I do. That's like a regular trophy, but way, way more exciting. Yeah, I've been working out Hyper at trophy. home for months. I mean, since I left Butler, I haven't really been to. I've been to a gym twice. Mm. And the other day, I'll tell you, Friday was it? It was like I was out at the top of a hill called Fine View at a little gym they set up there, sweating in a t-shirt. This Friday. Now this is an outdoor gym. You should mention. Yes, it was ten. It was ten. The September. Uh, what month? December. Yeah, it's the December. month Christmas. Christmas is. Yeah, tenth. <laughs> That's what I love about uh, being here is that you can get one of those days. You can be working out, it's listening Christmas to this time. outside. We outside working out. Everybody else is shoveling snow. Look at you. Shoveling snow where you live. Why do you live there all that snow? Hey, I live someplace where there was a lot of snow once and I had to shovel it sometimes. I was like, this is dumb. I'm on the move. Somewhere where there's no snow. Somewhere where it's just raining all the time. Oh. Hey, if that was the best song yet. Yeah, if you are new, like, how many other shows do you listen to that have their own Christmas carols? We do. Fucking none. That's how many. That might not even be the last one of this show. Why was I angry about the gym? Was that? You, Did I say yeah, that? you said I feel awful. I feel tired. I'm. I feel no, 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 sore no. and fucking water heaters. No, that's after the gym. When we were at the gym, I felt 
okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I think we did a pretty good workout, but uh, I mean, it's just exhausting. Like that's what you you want to go to the gym and hurt your teeth. Yeah, I don't feel exhausted. exhausted. At all. Oh, yeah. Well, I, maybe you should work out harder. I think I should. I found this <laughs> fitness guy. His name is Ryan Humiston. I think he did. And he is like the Portman Show. I was I was saying this to Andrew the other night mm. of fitness videos on YouTube. A lot of poop. Humor. Oh, okay, yeah. Now you got my interest. Like, like shit yourself and t- your balls. He'll t- say your balls. Fill your trough with balls. Yeah, mm. yeah. He'll he is really like dark humor. Okay, but this dude is jacked, and he's all just about intensity, intensity. Like, how can you turn up the intensity? And I'm like, you know what? Fucking, how can I turn up the intensity? Meth. Well, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, at home with these rubber bands, it's not like you can do crazy heavy weight. Sounds gum band. Gum yeah. bands, yeah. yeah. You gotta say gum band. So I'm always looking at ways to uh up the intensity now. Yeah. Like we did today where I made us do sixty reps back to back. Yeah, that was tough. That was way harder than I expected. Yeah, I love that. But uh yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just after the gym and well, you know, some days you just haven't slept enough or whatever the fuck, and then you go to the gym and then you're expected to perform on a podcast on a oh, Sunday night. Fucking I'm hungry. You didn't start the timer. Fuck. <laughs> no idea how long we've been recording. You know yeah, what? Yeah, whatever's on this screen is irrelevant. Why is that? Because I don't know you when started I started recording, recording like 30 minutes before yeah. we actually started the show. Well, I will say that I'm down to, I think. We have another hour and a half of the first half. The other day, I uh, weighed myself. I'm down to 194 from like 210. That's I great. think when I got back from California. Uh,. New diet plan, get COVID, don't eat. Works really? out great. I don't know. Uh, it just sort of coincided with me trying out um, a couple weeks ago on the show. You were talking about instead of intermittent fasting like every other day or every few days or whatever, right? Try and, try and not consume any calories from like 8 o'clock at night through to, you know, whenever the fuck the next day. So I was trying that and I started the week that I started feeling sick with what eventually turned out to be COVID. And so I did pretty good. Um, throughout Thanksgiving, that week and the next week, I I tried doing no creamer in my coffee. And I, I always use a non-calorie sh- sugar eatener. I try to say sugar and sweetener at the same time. Sweetener. Uh, and then just tried to see like how, how long I could go without eating every single day. And I did pretty good um, basically only eating once a day. That, and that so I've had, lost a few pounds pretty easily. Everybody's different. You know, we all have different genetics, but yeah. uh, that did not work for me. I got to be, that, that was like my chubbiest. Huh. Um, yeah. Like in, in the modern era, like after college and drinking and shit. Right. Uh, that was like 2017. I was fat. Yeah, it's crazy. So that works for puke. It obviously doesn't work for Brett because Brett's in very good shape, but 40% of the time he's snacking. Yeah. No, that's yes. only on the show. I only eat on the show. That's the secret. You only eat on the show. Wow. <laughs> Intermittent fasting between podcasts. Or right after the show. Week. No, what I've been trying to do, and I haven't... podcasting. I haven't stuck to this religiously, and now this is something for everybody, because all you guys are wondering how you can eat better and feel better. Um, yeah, try to be done eating by 8 o'clock. I don't nail that every night. Andrew and I, well, wait till you hear about what Andrew and I did the other night. Yeah. yeah it's, it, but here's the thing, though. You don't have to... Like, if you do it, let's say, five nights out of the week, 
then on the weekends or something, like, yeah, you can go out with friends or some shit and eat late. And re- restricting all those calories throughout the week. Because for me, what makes it super easy was, one, trying to get used to not having cream in the coffee, which I fucking love. Uh, so just drinking basically black coffee with sweetener in it. And then I just don't bring lunch. And I just don't fucking eat breakfast or lunch. And then by the time I get home, I buy a large pizza and eat the whole thing. But well, no, there's a way I to just do eat that. A regular meal. There is a way to do that. Did you hear about what Andrew and I did? Oh, night. did you guys eat a whole pizza? Well, yeah. But all right. So here's here's what I found out is the good the good hack for that. And I know this doesn't work for your your weekday schedule. Puke. You get up in the morning. You get dressed. Doesn't matter what fucking time it is, or if the sun, or the, what temperature it is, or if the sun is out or not. Well, you it, go out. You get in that morning light. 15, 20 minute walk. You it's come not back. light out yet. But, uh, now, Alex, you're a man who eats old meat. What time are you getting up? Between five and six. Oh, I don't. I don't get up that early. Stay up later. So you get up later. <clears throat> I've been doing that too. <laughs> not been good. I mean, it's been fine. Here's my problem. Okay, you want to stop consuming calories at eight o'clock. However, I go to the bar, <laughs> and after eight o'clock, more people show up. And then after nine o'clock, more people show up. And then there's. And then just, after ten o'clock, yeah. there's even more people there. And then after you've been consuming liquid calories for three, four, or five hours, I don't even have to eat dinner anymore. So yeah, if you're you, drinking. You have to eat a couple Quest bars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because if you drink, then oh, yeah, you're I like, have to consume oh, the Quest I want bar. some food. <clears throat> no, I never want food. You want Quest bars? Well, no, I force myself to eat the Quest bars so the last calorie I consume for the night isn't just straight bourbon. Mm. Oh. But I've fallen asleep eating the Quest bars. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like mid shoe. Yeah. I remember what we were at this. I woke up yep. with a <laughs> with a seventy eight percent eaten Quest bar in my hand. Fucking and choking to death <laughs> on unchewed Quest bar. <laughs> so we were at this Airbnb in North Carolina, and it's me, Andrew, Larry, and Alex. Right. I force myself to do this. No matter how late it yeah. is. Yes. And no matter how badly I don't want it, I have to consume some kind of calorie. Otherwise, I'll be a wreck the next day. Now, this mm. is one of Andrew's drunkest nights. I have video of it. This is You do? Yes. You're shouting at people over trivia. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that makes and sense. Pointing, Check, and pointing story at them, out. too. Uh, I don't know. I don't want everyone to see that. So, it's actually really funny. <laughs> no, no. Um, so then I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth, right? And I hear... This rustling, because the walls—it was like this barn that was converted into like this living space. The walls didn't go the whole way up. Yeah, the wall—it oh, was okay. real thin. So I hear this rustling. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's a mouse in here. <laughs> it's Andrew in bed. After all this, yeah. opening a Quest bar. He's in bed with a Quest bar. That's where he eats them. If I don't, I will yeah. be hungover. So I definitely no. Uh, what was that Thursday night, Andrew? Thursday night, I go to hang out with Andrew uh, in the eastern end of town. Okay. Toward the eastern end of town. Central part of town. Away from downtown, though. Not McKnight. Open a map, fuckers, at home, if you're confused. (laughs) Uh, So, I say... About half, one half of McKnight unit to the east of the point of downtown. Gotcha. Okay. So, I know there's going to be a debate about going out to eat. I say, I do not want to go out to eat. I'm tired of going out to eat. I'm tired of sitting in restaurants, you know. Mm. Um, And we want to watch a movie. And I just think, why can't you just be happy? (laughs) Sounds like somebody's going out to too many restaurants. Well, no. I mean, I just, I I want to, like, limit that, Mm. you know? Sure. Because 
it's very rarely like, man, I'm, if it's the right social setting, it, that's great. But I would rather just have everybody come to my house and cook, honestly. Yeah. So, um, especially now that service is generally so shitty. But there's something about, like, just striking up a conversation and end up playing pool with uh, an old tiny black man. Yeah, you're, you're talking about sure if he's homeless. You're talking about gooskies. Yeah. All right. Well, that's different than going out to eat. Okay. Gooskies is free. I don't. I'm told the food there is good. Okay. I don't think I've ever had to spend any money in gooskies. I think all I've ever gotten is like seltzer water and ping pong. Yeah. They have seltzer water. I think so. (laughs) You sure? No. I'm sure not. Yeah. Yeah. And I could. I feel like I've had seltzer water there before, or maybe it was just water. Jeez. And I could bring my own drinks. I'm gonna have to apologize to the bartender Larry for you guys ordering seltzer water. I get drinks too, like like liquor. Brett's the one who doesn't drink. I mean, yeah. Yell at him. I mean, I could get them and like pour them on the ping pong table. Yeah. Oh, you know what you should do? Give them to somebody else. Just give them to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who's a uh, sad drunk playing ping pong, like yeah. Andrew, and give it to him. So while back earlier <laughs> in the um, pandemic when I was interested in like, disa- I might have said this before on the show, disaster preparedness, uh-huh. I read this book by this former Secret Service agent. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was this woman. She was this Greek woman and she was in the Secret Service and she talks about all these ways of like mitigating, mitigating crisis and like un- navigating dangerous situations. Okay. I, thought, I thought it'd be a good book just to like get that under your mental belt. Yeah. Learn a thing or two. So one of the things she talks about in the book is like when you go into a place, always know how to get out. But you read this and then you decided you were all fake and gay. What do you mean fake and gay? <laughs> you declared how fake and gay you were at some point. So what, what was the Well, it doesn't mean that, that everything I learned in my life was fake and gay. Okay. Wait, I was fake and gay in some ways because... Mm, okay. Wait, no, 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 no. This is cool <laughs> and straight, what I'm talking about. <laughs> To know how to manage a crisis. Like, if something bad happens, to know what to do. That's yeah. not fake and gay. No. So That's um, straight and manly. I have read fake and gay books. Hmm. So that that is for sure. And it was... It's why called we drive, uh, Andy Warhol, a biography. Why We Drive, the best... <laughs> one of the three best books that I read in 2021 was the one that's like, Brett, you could be less fake and gay. I found so anyway, and this is coming from a guy. If you see him speak, you're like, "This guy might be faking gay," mm-hmm. but then you hear him, and you're like, "Oh, he's not faking gay." The fuck are you talking about? The author, the author. of Why oh. We Drive. I thought you were talking about Brett Matthew B. Crawford. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's great. So last year, 2020, um, I read this book, and she's like, "When you get into some kind of any situation, always know how to get out of there." So the first time, like, I went into the back room. Wait, had I ever been in Gooskies? When I came back to Pittsburgh and went back to Gooskies. Yeah. You were like, I, I looked at this out. room. Because I do that. I kind of, like, look it, look around a place when I get there. Um, and I go, all right, here's how you'd get out of this room. Yeah. You know? Like if there was a, a fire or a shooter. Yeah, you don't want a, what, what was that, White Snake concert situation. Right, exactly. Whatever the fuck it so was. So I go into the back room of Gooskies. And I see there's no doors, but there's a ping pong table. So I'm like, oh, well, yeah, at least I can have fun while I burn die, to death. I'll die playing ping pong. I think there is an exit door back there somewhere. Either that or there's a door just leaned up against the wall. Or it's hiding behind one of those was... rugs hanging from the wall. Yeah. Isn't that a cruel way to find out something's not a door when a fire starts? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it? 
you, you fucking open the emergency exit and it's just a brick wall behind it. Hmm. So there we are Thursday night out in this collegey area of the city <clears throat> where there are many, many pizza places condensed into a very small area. Pizza and Turkish food. Oh. I want to try this Turkish food, I think. There was kebabs. Kebabs are good. Lots of meat options. Anything. It looked good. It looked good. Any looked grilled good. meat. Look good. It's good. Look good. Yeah. Yeah, Turkish, Mediterranean. It's all, it's very similar. Greek. Yeah, it's all. You could tour the area. whole world in the course of a mile. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we settle You on. could walk, sorry, you could walk 300 feet from the Turkish place and end up in Gay Town. Which I did. What kind of food they got there? Don't know. Okay. They have a trans DJ. Skittles. They have Skittles. Damn it! You beat me to it. <laughs> so, uh, we go to Pizza Twist. Oh, sure. Andrew has been telling us about this pizza that is keto, where pizza the crust time. is made out of fucking chicken. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, that Gotten sounds... Gotten it twice. Okay. That sounds fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's no, well. Okay, if I were making, and I I would never make yeah, my you, own food. You can't make. You can't. Cook. But if I were making my own food and I was making a chicken crust pizza twist, I would take that chicken breast, pound it out into a tiny little shitty shaped pizza, and smother it in like garlic and salt and spices. Mm-hmm. They don't. It's just bland chicken. Just the breasts. That's why I said you should bring your spices in there and fix it up at the counter. Be like, here, I'm going to show you how to make this good. But a couple weeks ago... You could dip it in the marinara. Alice brought us pizza twist Yeah, at the house here. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. And pizza time! <laughs> yeah. What was the difference? It had, instead of stupid mashed chicken... <laughs> instead of mashed chicken? Instead of flattened chicken. Yeah. yeah. It had cauliflower crust. Okay. So we... Not entirely keto, though? Devour this. That was now, pretty good. Yes, yeah. as I'm taking my 17th bite in the basement at this house the other night, I go, this probably isn't low carb. No, nope, it's not. It's because the, it's, there's the keto crust, which sure. is the chicken. Yeah. Then there's the cauliflower crust, which is separate from the keto crust. But cauliflower has pretty negligible carbs. So what, what else heard. is in it? Because it, it's gluten-free because Alice was eating it. Oh, okay. Gluten so free. it's not gluten. Mm. So is it just glue? What's making the carbs? <laughs> Does glue have carbs? <laughs> probably not. I don't do horses. No. Yeah. So their, their glue probably doesn't. I mean, I maybe know. if you eat their fur. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know no, how man, horses, we, they make they glue hair. out of horses and hooves. I don't know if there's a lot of carbs and ho- carbs and hooves. Like, if you ate a horse whole, you'd probably get carbs from the apples in the horse's stomach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they keep them. But carrots. you'd already be dead. And, and carrots, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so what's it, what do you think is in the, the cauliflower? I don't know. And the guy at Pizza Twist, nice as he was, I so don't there's think... There's no way he would know. I don't think he has all the this answers. This man has no answers. Right. And there <laughs> was... It, was he the owner or the cook or the chef? No, he was just a man with no answers. Yeah. Just a, a dumb guy behind a register. And there was a man sitting at Pizza Twist. This man also had no answers. <laughs> this man had less than no answers. He was basically, he looked like he was dependent he on He created the man more questions yeah. with no answers. Yeah. He's a man that needed answers. He turned to Andrew at some point and said something. I don't know what. Right. Uh, and I was like, uh oh, now we have to talk to this guy. <laughs> I'm a spider. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was really confusing. I don't know why you would say that. But he was a foreign kind of man, or at least like I don't think so. I think uh, you were confusing foreign for dumb. Okay, he was brown. I like to go in people's ears. Yeah, he was brown, and he seemed to mm. me to be from another country. Okay, that by the way he spoke might have been Asian. But then the more I looked at him, I'm like, no, this is just a regular guy at the bar at Pizza Twist. Hmm. Okay. Now, why am I telling this story? Yeah. Where are we going with this? Uh, oh, my God. Did it turn out to be Smelly Joe from your school? That <laughs> would have been <laughs> if that were true. Um, this guy wasn't intimidating, though. Oh, okay. No. But anyway, that was definitely a night that we went outside of the uh, that feeding window. You know, okay, yeah. But wait a minute. What about what was this guy? He was just a, like a crazy dude? He was crazy, and I was like... The, pizza twist? Brett and I both ordered cauliflower pizza. Brett got his. Then 10 minutes later, I still don't have mine. And this man comments about it, and he points to the kitchen. He gestures to the kitchen, and okay. I go... Is he seeing something? Because he has a, d- a different vantage point than I do. Yeah. He can see into the kitchen. What is he seeing in the kitchen that's happening with my pizza that I'm not seeing? Mm. And I'm asking, what are you seeing? What's going on? He cannot convey anything that could be represented as an answer. Hmm. No, it's barely even words. It's just sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to piece together his sounds so I can understand what's happening to my wow. pizza in there. But I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever get your pizza? Eventually, yes. Yeah. Hmm. So we got these pizzas, and we go back. And I devoured this whole fucking pizza. Yeah. And then I went, this isn't the keto crust. Oh, no. But <laughs> if if oh, wait, I didn't wait, wait, know this was... was it the cauliflower crust? It was cauliflower crust. But, but that's not the keto if crust. If I didn't know it was cauliflower crust, I never would have known. Hmm. It was great. I had cheese. Oh, yeah. I had garlic-based sauce. Everybody loves queso. I had pepperoni. I had bacon. I had sausage. A meat lover's pizza, then? Didn't have ham. Oh. Ham is not for meat lovers. It's not, it's not a ham is lovers for ham of meat. Lovers. I can't have ham. I'm Jewish. That's true. <laughs> ham That's is true. For ham lovers. <laughs> that was uh, the original tagline of Virginia. Yeah. But then they changed it. Ham is for ham lovers. Uh, yeah. I, uh, well, here's the thing about doing this intermittent fasting is like I haven't exactly eaten the healthiest either. You know, I've I've gone out and gotten some. Because, like, during the move and stuff, and then, like, uh, you know, the time that I had off when I was feeling sick, and then there was the Thanksgiving holiday, you know, I was like, I splurged. I got a pizza. Mm-hmm. Did not have the cauliflower crust. Didn't have the keto chicken crust. Yo, I just had crusty crust. Ham is for radio lovers. Yeah. Nice. I, I love a good ham. So I've been experimenting with eating carbs, too. Since we did it, we did it that night. That thing had carbs in it. Yeah. Me, too. You know what? My stomach has not felt good in weeks. Oh, really? Well, that's because you had Nicaraguan carbs. It was just Thanksgiving stuffing. <laughs> yeah, was it? If this weekend is any indication, I can't poop anymore. So. <laughs> All right, but man, I want pizza. Mostly, that was the first thing I said to Andrew when I got to your house. I said, "Do you have any cauliflower pizza from?" Pizza twist. Yeah. He said, unfortunately, no. No, they don't deliver uh, an hour away, unfortunately. I don't even think they deliver a minute away. Oh, they don't deliver? Because I try to get delivery for yeah. some people working for me from Pizza Twist. And they're like, yeah, you have to go through fucking, you know, grubmates, oh. <laughs> post hub. 
Yeah, you have to go through uh, <laughs> Caterpillar Grub Hub. Nah, I wouldn't do it. Mm. I ordered food on Grubhub the other night <sighs> just for the hoot of it. Yeah. Uh, dive bar out in Regent Square. Delicious food. Delicious food. And I went, I picked it up. I went and picked it up. I was, I was oh. like five minutes from there, two yeah. minutes from there. Wait a minute. So you paid Grubhub their fee so you could go and pick it up? I did. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is as bad as puke paying Grubhub for Pizza Hut delivery. You are such a dumb piece of shit. <laughs> Here's what. He, okay, let's just let's just recap this story. Three years ago. You're getting worked up for nothing. <laughs> I'm getting very worked up for a good reason because three years ago, this was the most upsetting thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. I remember. That was very good content. Puke is helping me out with something, and I much, very much appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. I go, I'm going to buy you food tonight. Wherever you want, whatever you want, anything you want, you whatever you want. So he goes on to the internet, which he's a master of, and I don't know anything about. And he proceeds to order takeout. No, no, sorry. Delivery from Pizza Hut. But he doesn't do it through PizzaHut.com mm. slash delivery. Yeah. Or R slash how do I get Pizza Hut. <laughs> He goes to Grubhub slash R slash how do I pay the most I can possibly pay yeah. for the worst possible service. And he proceeds to order Pizza Hut take a delivery from a Pizza Hut location that is only delivery, but he does it through Grubhub. So not only is he paying for the making me pay for the Pizza Hut food, but I'm also paying for the Pizza Hut delivery fee. On top of that, I'm paying for the Grubhub delivery fee, and we have to assume there's a tip involved. Two hours into this ordeal, we still don't have our Pizza Hut, no. right? We call Pizza Hut. They say, this is Grubhub's problem. So, if you were, hang on, we're not done. Of shit. <laughs> we're not done. I was there when this happened. I don't care. I'm recapping the story. Oh, okay. Yeah, there are people listening. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, then, two hours plus into this story. The Pizza Hut's finally delivered. We open it up. The Grubhub guy fucking splits immediately. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it's not what we fucking ordered. We're even missing food. It's not like we got somebody else's food. It wasn't like one of those rolls of the dice like you get at the laundromat where sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. We were short food, and the food we got was incorrect. So now we overpaid for even less food than we wanted. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. We call. Uh huh. Neither Grubhub nor Pizza Hut Have is willing record. to admit <laughs> fault here. Mm -hmm. Neither one. Neither one. So why would you go through Grubhub for takeout? Okay. First of all, there's lots of reasons, and <laughs> there were ways to save time by maybe paying an extra $2, right? I'm not paying a delivery fee, I'm not tipping a delivery driver. I have the joy. You're going to pick it up. That's why you're not paying a delivery fee or delivery driver. Right. It's a two and a half minute walk. Yeah, great. So just pick it up. Right. Why, why pay Grubhub? Okay. First of all, I can go on my phone to open Grubhub. Now, first, there's there's this decision fatigue thing that happens. At the end yes. of the day, you've made a lot of decisions. You had to download an app. We already... Uh, sorry, on my phone. Ugh. I don't remember why. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember why I needed it some other time for something. You so weren't such a dumb piece of shit. <laughs> and it and it was a while ago because all my apps transferred to this new phone when I got a new phone. Mm. So it's been there for a while. I open Grubhub. It says, hello, Brett. That's me. Yeah. 
It, he knows. These, this, these people already know who I am. It says if they said Mr. Brett, you would give them a hundred bucks. <laughs> it said here are restaurants in your area, and it has my home address, right? Yeah. Which was Easy actually peasy. not where I live now, uh, yeah. or not where I've lived anywhere recently, but where I lived a couple years ago, which conveniently is right around the corner from where I live now. The only inconvenience is I'm on the other side of town, and there's nowhere good that's immediately within the vicinity of your current home address. Exactly, but. It says, use this address, which is not an address I live at anymore, Delaware Street in Pittsburgh. That's mm-hmm. where I used to live. Oh, no. fuck. I don't, maybe I shouldn't even tell people that. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, this is you know, 15 minutes on the other side of town. It says, use current location. I say, just by pressing this button. Okay, fine. So I press the button. Loads restaurants so in my easy. area. We've got Dive Bar. We've got uh, El Bulo. Frick Park Tavern. Yeah, Frick Park Tavern. And even Taco some, Bell. Like, hey, do you want to go to Squirrel Hill? You want to go to Shadyside? No, yeah. That's not too far away either. There's some places. Either. So it gives me all these restaurant choices, but it has confined it to a certain area. I can even confine it to more of an area. I say, I'm not out for an adventure. I'm interested in getting food. So I make it one mile, and there's Dive Bar. And I say to Gabriella, hey, we've always wanted to try this place, and here it is right in front of us. Here's the menu. You no. ever tried Dive Bar? No. Maybe we ate at another we ate one. There. Yeah, we were there with people. Mm, that was the one. You learned in... what ramekins were. Yeah. Oh, ramekins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we never eaten at this one, which is like in the area where she lives. So she's on the phone, and I go, I'm going to make some selections that I think we'll both like. When she finishes her phone call, I show her the selections. I hit order it has my paypal information in there Ooh. it says your order will be yeah. ready in 30 minutes convenience baby right i drive i i shouldn't have even gotten in my car but i think it was a little cold that night so i drive like halfway there but if you go all the way there it's hard to park no wait a minute i did i went all the way there to park and then i walked around for a minute just like where it is and then I went in, food was ready. I said, can I have also some ketchup? They said, yes. And they said, we have so many ramekins. So I eliminated one of the variables, which caused all the problems for you, which is the delivery driver. Yeah. Right? But you still paid for it. Paid for what? Not for delivery? For the Grubhub service. Yeah, but you don't have to pay for the delivery. They know so much about you <laughs> that I'm concerned that they know too much about me through you. Mm. Oh, shit. So when it said recommend us to a friend? Yeah. I shouldn't have given them Oh, no. Room. The grubs are coming for my hub. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had to memorize Andrew's days. phone number so I could use it at Giant Eagle. Oh. Nice. One of these days. Why wouldn't you just call? I'm gonna Why wouldn't get, you just call and place the order? I'm going to get on Andrew's phone and install Grubhub app. When he's not looking. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why <laughs> I did so that, too. So when he discovers it, he has an aneurysm. I had a reason for that as well. You call a restaurant like that on Friday night, you've got you, everything is up to the one lady who answers the phone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, welcome to Dive Bar, please hold if that happens. Mm, that does happen. It's noisy. And I don't want to fumble through an order over the phone and I don't want to be put on hold. I trust the bartender over a uh, fucking outsourced mm. Indian worker. But there's no outsourced Indian worker yeah, involved in this process, it's all just code. Yes, it's like menu, select, select, enter. Is this what you want to eat? Yes. Is this how you want to pay? Yes. Okay, your order will be ready in 30 minutes. I get what you're saying. I don't like people, like when you guys lived out in the outside of town there years ago, and I watched your neighbor 
get like little bags dropped off at his house all the time. Oh just, yeah, uh-huh. that neighbor. And yeah. he'd just shuffle out in a bathrobe and pick up his little bag and go back inside. I was like, this is ruining the world. This is pre-COVID. Yeah, this I'll is ruining the world. Imagine how happy he was during COVID. This guy's just getting little deliveries and he's not going out. Yeah, one day they mistakenly sent it to our door and it was deodorant. And beer, and right? Beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you get beer delivered? Uh, through through like Uber Eats or whatever. They just go and they... They probably you have to register or something as an adult, and they go and they just See, chuck at your fucking Here's the front other door. thing too. Register me as an adult. You're <laughs> helping overvalue Grubhub as some tech company. Mm. Well, value is subjective. And it is. I do not like that it has the subjective value that it has. I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. But this is going to lead into the topic for the second half. I want to talk about. Also, in my defense, Andrew, I've ordered Grubhub. Twice in three and a half years. Oh, well, you're better than 99% of people. When I travel, Grubhub's the best because I have no idea where the restaurants are. It's one website. God forbid you it go out and explore and you look around no! and you try to experience Never! things in the real fucking world and see places and go somewhere local and not just get fucking chilies and pay extra for Grubhub to deliver it to you. How dare you? I don't go to Chili's except for when I get a free gift card, which I have right now for $25. I need to go to Chili's. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, Grubhub is great for that. When you're in a, in a strange area, you can go out to the restaurant, you can drive there, but it, it just allows you in one place to find out like everything that's open. You can look at all their menus and you're like, yeah, these so are probably Google maps. Yeah, I do. I use that too. Yeah. Also, um, what's that other website where you can find like ratings and stuff? Yelp. Yeah. Yelp. Yelp's handy too. When you're traveling. Oh, I never use that. Yeah, you don't. It's an app. You're not going to like it. Mm. Don't use it. Okay. You just drive around aimlessly until you find a shitty bar. And no, you be wander happy. into a place and you go, I wonder what the people are like around here. No, I go into a place and I go, Oh, like God, I'm here. in California. Ah, and I run back I to my know, Airbnb. I man. There's pizza I, twists in California. That's where they're from. So Going to California. I can't wait. Stumble into pizza twist in California and be delighted. I've, but they probably have like all kinds of twisted restaurants out there. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you have to go back to California? No. Not that I know of. My coworker has to go. I'm not going because I was assigned to a different uh, uh, job. I was going to go, but then uh, they needed me elsewhere, so I'm not going. So, oh, okay. I don't have to go back. Wait, if you had to go back, where would you go? The same place. Which place? Irvine, California. Oh. They make porn there. Yeah. But not... San Jose. No, not the Bay Area anymore. That company Man, if you're going moved. to the Bay Area, I would fucking go again. Would you? Why? Because yeah. I want to explore wine country. Oh, yeah. You want to see that uh, it's really Alameda beautiful. again or whatever yeah. the fuck? No, that's not right. Sausalito. Well, Sausalito's not wine country. That's just north of the bridge. Um, It's like Sausal- a, mi- a mile from wine country. Napa, Napa. is like right there yeah. at the top of the San Francisco Bay. I think Alameda is a county. Yeah, something. I don't know. It's where the nuclear vessels are kept. <laughs> well, let's get Star best Trek Star Trek movie. Fucking nerds! Best Star Trek movie. I'd like it to is. be out of here at 8 o'clock, so well, let's, let's fuck off. get on. Let's get on to hour two. Woo! Got a break! I feel like something in your head went off where you go, okay, make eye contact. Smile. Right? And did you do those things? Yes. But... It wasn't, it, it was kind of unnatural, right? And and while that might statistically work over 
something else, that doesn't mean it's the right solution, though. You know what I mean? So maybe you got to do whatever is more natural to you or be you and not try to be some script or some book or some practice or some method. Yeah, because I mean, that's going to yield what Andrew says is going to yield the results that Alex wants. I feel like now you're you're fishing with a net and casting everything, then sorting to where you could have a harpoon and really narrow and pinpoint down it with the same amount of effort. Okay, Larry, you can only speak in fishing metaphors from, for the rest of the show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to reel that in. I tell women lines. I'm trying to use okay. my harpoon more. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do this on the fly. over we're back it's chilly down here is it yeah i don't know I it was fine. to me i got a little chilly you know when you move into a new house you got to figure out how to figure uh, how to turn a studio into a thing that's warm people don't like cold studios but uh anyway that's the stupidest way to start the second half of Jeez, the show i should have peed during the break you probably should have why didn't you what'd you do just wander around and I did I just chuckle want- about always sunny in philadelphia i did that's exa- yes exactly <laughs> Okay. Mm. Do you want to go pee now, and we'll start the show after you get back from no. peeing? No, uh, it's already started. If anything, I'll pee during. <laughs> okay. Well, you're maybe gonna go here, to the bathroom first. Maybe the bathroom. Okay. There is a door to the outdoors. You could run out real quick and piss on the lawn if you wanted to. It seems I know like it how you'd be really any faster than just peeing in the bathroom. I guess I don't know. The other day we were doing something, and I just turned around. You were just in the middle of the fucking yard pissing. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> We were already outside. Yeah, but I was near you, and I was like, I wasn't going to walk into the house and pee. What if my shoes got schmutz on the carpet? Okay, that's a good point. I appreciate. I you respect for carpet. My, you do. You have a lot of respect for carpet. You have, I, I would say, too much respect for carpet. I don't think so. I think I have the right amount of respect for carpet. <laughs> the world would be a better place if everyone respected carpet as much as I. Respect. <laughs> carpet and car paint. Yeah. Anything that starts with C, Andrew respects. This is the car. Yeah. Carp. Don't forget about the carp. Yeah, and cocksuckers. <laughs> I just now that Andrew's brought that up, I have to say it more. Can I say it any more than I do, or am I already at my oh cocksuckers? Yeah, that word. What did you think I was talking about? Carp. Yeah, it's a fish. <laughs> exactly. Carp. <laughs> I didn't know where things were going. Uh, how's that Woodford treating you? <laughs> the only Bop. other thing Good I want to talk about is we recently watched Bop. a movie. Well, Andrew and I actually watched a movie, too. We watched, uh, what was that movie called? A Midnight in Paris? Midnight in Paris. Okay, Woody Allen, huh? Yeah. Uh, di- <sighs> mediocre ending, great concept, very fun movie. Sure. Like, you could stop five minutes before it's over and walk away probably happier than you would if you just watched the last mm. five minutes. Uh, is Larry David in that one? No. His okay. wife is a bitch. Different. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's terrible. Oh, you mean the main character's wife. Owen yeah. Wilson's wife, Rachel something. McAdams. Yes. I don't remember her name. She has some kind of name like Azul. Inez. Inez. Azuzu. Azuzu. <laughs> um, yeah, but I enjoyed it. 
But the other night, Gabrielle and I started watching this. Oh, movie we're not talking called, about that. Okay. Well, we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, what else do you have to say about it? I thought it was fun. <clears throat> I it ha- it has historical characters who are writers and artists in it, and that's kind of neat. It's a wacky premise. Yeah. That Woody Allen executes, I would say, fairly well, considering how wacky it is. He's done some wacky stuff. Owen Wilson's character. I hate that actor. If he gets I to, love Owen Wilson. I don't care for him. I like his brother more. I like him more. You like Owen more than Luke? Definitely. Huh. Mm. Let's think about the characters. What good characters has Luke Wilson played? What the fuck? Wait a minute. <laughs> Were they named after... Wasn't Luke's uncle in Star Wars Owen? Is that what they're named after? What? In fucking Star Wars, 1977, directed by George Lucas. Yeah, who's the who's the? I father? doubt they were named after that. Main character. They is, were born before that. Main character is. Well, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, his uncle there is, no is Owen. Owen. No. Are they older than I am? They must be older than me. It wasn't Uncle th- Ben. That's it's... some racist fucking Riceroni shit. No, it was Uncle Owen. Luke's yeah, uncle I think was Brett's Owen. right. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Owen here. So Luke and Owen Wilson. Remember, he lived in the poor, the dusty place with the aunt and the yeah, uncle. Yeah, Aunt May or something. But they must and be Uncle Owen. Owen Lars. They must be older than me. It was though. Owen Lars, okay. older than I am. Yeah, and Brett was born out of Star Wars. Yeah, right there, Owen Lars, the character. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Oh, I don't have to ask questions in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> what year was uh, Owen Wilson born? And Luke Wilson. I'm going to guess 1969. I'm going to say Luke Wilson was born in 1973 and Owen Wilson was born in 1972. I think they're older. Play the drop of Andrew was right. Ooh. 1968. Well, he's, he's closer to right than you anyway. 68 for Owen Wilson. So interesting. Luke Skywalker and his uncle Owen Lars were named after, after the, the Wilson, Wilson brothers. brothers. Yeah. What about Brian? Brian who? Wilson. He is unrelated. Luke Wilson was born in 71. Isn't that what I said? Yeah, sure. I don't remember numbers. You, no, thought, I said, you thought he was born after 1977. I know, but then I guessed 1972. Mm. Wilson. You can't double guess. I mean, Luke Wilson was in the best movie documentary of all yes, time. Yes, but his character, like, he wasn't that great. Oh, you don't think so? Yeah. I, guess I feel like Owen Wilson could have done a more enjoyable no, job. no. Owen Wilson a w- played a fucking fantastic co-star to Jackie Chan in Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. Was he in that movie? Yeah. Uh, I only remember the Jackie Chan movies where he played with the other the black people. You're thinking of Rush Hour and Rush, Rush Hour, Hour 2. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he was in a Western. Yeah. Okay. Oh, was he? Yeah. Jeez, I don't remember that movie at all. So that was Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson also played the cult leader in the the best episodes of Documentary Now. Oh, yeah. Which was amazing. Yeah, Owen Wilson's character is way better. He's way better than Luke Wilson. All right. Well, he is in more movies, I think. He is more popular. Wouldn't that be weird to be competing with your, your brother as an actor? I must get crazy. because My probably... brother and I have done it. <gasps> what? Yeah. Wow. We were in skits. There's a skit. Where my brother was Al Caprellian, the weatherman from New I've Hampshire. I've heard this and I've seen this. The wacky weatherman, and I was Al Pacino. Okay. And we were at an event together, and Blake, my brother, just totally- He stole the show, Outshone huh? me. Yeah. His performance. I mean, he stole the show. He stole he the Owen show. Owen Wilson, you're Luke. <laughs> yeah. 
I think the thing I like about Luke Wilson is how less Owen Wilson he is than Owen Wilson. Like, yes. But who was in Marley and Me? There's that, yeah. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't like him. He's always like mincing around. You didn't like him in this movie? I don't movie? like his Midnight, voice. Uh, Midnight Luke, in Paris? Luke Wilson has the worst voice. Like he's kind Luke of, or Owen? Which one's the, the You shitty? guys are shitting on Owen. Yeah. I'm promoting Owen. Yeah, which which one has the broken nose? That's Owen. Owen. I don't like his voice. You just said Luke Wilson has the shittiest voice. I hate voice. them all now. I like Luke. <laughs> what about Brian Wilson's voice? Yeah, fuck that guy. No, it's the best voice. I don't know who Brian Wilson the Beach is. Beach Boys. Oh, okay. Jeez. Then there was Mookie Wilson. <laughs> Played for the Mets in the 80s. My favorite Wilson is the, the little ball on the island with... Tom Hanks. Mine is the neighbor, and you only <laughs> see his eyes. Ah, good one. Tool time. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, so I like this movie, and I'd recommend it to the audience, Midnight in Paris, especially if you're interested in history. But Andrew seemed to say that it had some interesting parallels to a book that we've been promoting on this show and others called Pendulum. Yes, because Pendulum was talking about, we've discussed this on the show, the me generation, the we generation, everything in between. These the P big, generation. Big swings. <laughs> and uh, basically, a man of today who is a successful man, but he's not happy in the world today, magically gets drunkenly swept back into the 1920s. His ideal romanticized era. Yeah. Where he gets to interface and interact with all the people he admires of the me generation. Mm, I Well, according to Pendulum or the Strauss-Howe generational theory, those two periods of times wouldn't actually be that different. You're telling okay. me that the 20s, the peak of the me generation, and 2010? 20 shouldn't be, be the peak of the me generation. 1900, 1903 should have been the peak of the me generation. Okay. So good point. Fuck. So you're you're in the 1920s. You're swinging towards we like right. the extreme from we me. of 1943 from me, which is exactly where we're at in Owen Wilson's time, which was in the movie 2010. Yeah, I guess there's only a 10 year difference. Yeah. Mm. So okay. Owen Wilson is maybe in his regular time a little further along towards the what we would say is the bad time. But then they go further back in time. Yes. Then the, peop- the, the, the the character of the 20s wants to go back to, what, the 1870s? I thought it was the 18... 1890s. 1890s, yeah. And the people of the 1890s want to go back to the Renaissance. Right. <clears throat> Nobody's happy. Everywhere, everybody wants to go back. With their current situation. Yeah. They look back at their heroes. They romanticize a generation that they never existed in. And I very much appreciate that. What you learn in the end is, guess what, motherfuckers? The only time is now. That is true. Oh, no. What I learned time was travel. you need to do everything you can to fucking make your world like the time that you want it to be. What I learned is you should just get fucking wasted and pretend that you're in another time zone. Isn't that what the movie actually <laughs> Just get blind drunk and then uh, fucking travel back in time. Well... Speaking of movies, Gabrielle and I the other night find this movie starring... Uh, oh, Wilson. No. From Third Rock, From the Sun. French Stewart. No. The, the one from the Christopher Nolan movies. Tom Hanks. Three names. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. 
Ah, okay. It's called Don John. William Shatner. Have you guys ever seen Don John? Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I've seen it. No. Can we do a Puke in the Tony Game Danza. trailer review? Tony Danza. Oh, my God. It. Tony Danza is in this movie, and he is so good. When was Tony Danza ever not so good? He's always good. I can only ever remember three things that he said, though. Right, but that's why he's so good. Because he doesn't just do everything. No, he does. He knows when to pull a Costanza. Right. He knows when to pull a Tony Danza. This movie slash TV show is a Tony Danza vehicle. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like an Italian El Camino. Okay, so uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, whose name, character name is John. Don. Damn it. So close. Is... <laughs> Sorry if you did. Oh, oh, oh. He slays a lot of puss, but here's the catch. He's the pussy Santa. <laughs> oh, by the way, I have a bonus show to send along to puke. <laughs> I thought you said boner. <laughs> uh, that might be called Poon Slayers. Okay. And it's a conversation that we had with me, Andrew, Alex, and Larry. Okay. About an incident from Nicaragua. Uh, I'm very, very happy with this show. And I could probably even get you a clip um, sometime tomorrow for the for the mid show. During the break, you heard oh, a clip yeah. from Poon Slayers, <laughs> the new wow. series we're releasing on the PCL, and the, the school sucks on diversity. Yeah. All right. Should, should I spell put, it university? Should I just put down Poon Slayers? So, in as the so this guy has a uh, he goes to the gym and he slays a lot of puss, like I already said. Ah. Uh-huh. And he is very, very interested <laughs> in porn. <laughs> He's interested in pornography. Right. Okay, like watching it or producing it? No, no, no. Being in it? Jacking off to it into, okay. get this, another tie into our show, Kleenexes. Oh, which we know Airport, yeah. Yeah, is not feasible. <laughs> sure. Right? Like you couldn't land a plane on a, well, yeah, you could. If it was yeah. an aircraft a side yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's just like it's a whole other operation. Yeah, yeah. Or if you had a good headwind. Well, no. What I'm saying is it's like... 2013, okay. Yeah. Runway is helpful mm. when jizzing. But this guy is just jizzing into Kleenexes. Like, he talks about how much he loves porn, and then he just jizzes into a Kleenex. After having sex, there's scenes in the movie where he's got a girl in his bed, gets up, goes to his Mac, and goes to Pornhub, and jerks off. Hmm. The film is very, very graphic. We're only halfway through, but I thought this seemed like it has a lot of tie-ins with our subject matter on the show. So maybe we could just watch the trailer for Don John. Care about in life, my body, my pad, my ride, El Camino. my family, my church, my boys, my girls, and my porn. Body, my pad, my ride, my family, my church, my boys, my girls, my porn. Body, pad, ride, family, church, boys, girls. This is not a good trailer. No. <laughs> there's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but Johansson. there's Scarlett Johansson, so it became a good, great trailer. And she's in a scarlet dress. Oh, perfect. That's her? That's definitely her. Written and directed by Joseph. He's a dime. Oh, this girl's more than a dime for all. Oh so Joseph Gordon-Levitt just wanted already? to make a movie where he gets to so fuck hot girl. actresses. Oh Wait, no, he got to what where Tony Danza name? gets to be his dad, or he gets to be Tony Danza's son. Better put. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I enjoyed 
what of this I saw, which was probably only half. But man, I mean, he really jerks off in the movie. You say yes to me. I'm just gonna have to wait to find out. All right, I got time. You're cute. I like you. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I think the biggest problem with this movie, the reason it didn't have more widespread success, was the name. Don John? Yeah. Who gives a, a fuck? It's a very uninspiring name. I would not... If it was like... Uh, this was so easy to fix. Jerkpocalypse or something. <laughs> Tony Danza's son. Slays Puss. Yeah. Featuring Scarlett Johansson. Bam. <laughs> if, it w- <clears throat> if this movie was called... On the Pussy Santa. Here you go. <laughs> right. All right. A little more. Lizzie, you want to know the truth? You're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. You like movies? I don't watch too many movies. They go to a romantic the movie. Woman, the pretty man. I mean, they drive off into the sunset. Everyone knows it's fake. I love movies like that. Yeah. Great. But they watch it like it's real life. Baby. What are you doing? I was just reading emails. No, you weren't. She caught me watching porn. That's it? Right? Oh! How do you watch that? How do you watch all the stupid movies? Are you watching? Movies and porno are different, John. They give awards for movies. They give awards for porn, too. So, there's only a few things I really care about. Tony Danza was eating spaghetti. I don't know if I really want to wash kids. Oh. <laughs> He's a good actor. I feel like this movie is uh, uh, racist against Italians. <laughs> Why is that so funny? <laughs> Look what you did. I look like a grandmother. But do I have any grandchildren? If you want to lose yourself, you have to lose yourself in another person. It's a two-way thing. I thought you were different. And maybe it's time to try something new. So what was your takeaway okay, from this movie? Yeah. What did I, you learn? I was like, I wonder if the guys from Portman Show have seen this movie. <laughs> I've seen it. I have not. I've, I've never seen even every heard movie. of it. Yeah. Except for like The Godfather. So I yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, what? Or Schindler's List. What about what? You've never seen Schindler's yeah. List? Once movies get so big and so popular, I cannot yeah, you just, watch you're them. Just like, fuck that. I don't. They all they all turn into Game of Thrones. Mm, okay. Have you never really seen The Godfather? No, not really. Wow. Oh my God, we should watch it. Nope, can't do it. I never saw an apple pie before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's your answer right there. <laughs> Man's never seen apple pie. Man, sometimes I just really like me. <laughs> That's so frustrating. I, I definitely would love be a to, drop. like, who was I? It wasn't it fun with young Alex where we'd be like, young Alex, have you ever seen this movie that we've seen 10 times? And he'd be like, no. <clears throat> and I'd be like, let's watch this movie. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, Alex watched all kinds of fun movies. Like, I'm delighted when, you know, uh, I'm with somebody that I care about and they haven't seen him. Now, movie. Alex, you're a man who eats old meat. Ah, fuck. Just mute it. I don't know what happened. Sorry, we I don't know how to make it. Nerf herder. <laughs> it was Damn. nerf herder, yeah. I accidentally opened iTunes. Piece of fucking stupid Mac. So, yeah. Um, I would really like to watch The Godfather with you, Andrew. Hmm. Isn't it like 100 years long? Yeah, it's a long It's three it's a long hours. Movie. Yeah. Here's what we could do. We could take acid one day and watch the <laughs> I Godfather. Take an acid. The Godfather saga, which is eight hours long. Why do you have to take when acid? When do you think I can get eight hours? 
Where in my life? In the middle of the night. Where in my life can I get eight hours instead of sleeping? You watch the Godfather trilogy. We'll take acid. Where I don't have some kind of sewer problem. (laughs) Next time you have a sewer problem, have it at night. We'll take acid. I just did this a few days ago. (laughs) Then I blackmail him and have sex with his wife. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened? I had another sewer problem with him. Oh, no. What? Yeah. It's got to be some kind of fetish. It's got to be some kind of fetish. Was it the tampon Santa? (gasps) Recap, if anybody hasn't heard the last episode... Andrew, yeah. First of all, fuck you. I was in Nicaragua. Mystery. Andrew was involved in a mystery. Yeah, just tell the story real quick. I was in Nicaragua. I get a call, uh, a text for a call from my tenant. There, the the sewers backing up, and the basement, not the basement, the downstairs. There's no basement in this house. It's up building a slab. The downstairs uh, floor drain is backing up onto the floor, and it smells bad. Mm. And I feel awful. So I call the emergency sewer cleanout guy who knows me. He was here at this house. Not only when I bought the house, he did the inspection. Same guy came and cleared a clog back in, I don't know, October. Now he's back to clear this clog. He clears the clog. He finds condoms, non-flushable wipes or flushable wipes. I don't think they're any of them are flushable. And uh, tampons. We deduce that somebody is doing some cheating. That's Mm, why all these things are being flushed. As opposed to just disposed in the trash. Why right. are they having so many tampons during a cheating? Right? Mm. You seem like let's let's have our affair when I'm not on my period. Well, one, you have to capitalize on the opportunity when it presents itself, regardless of the period. Tampon mm. comes out, condom goes on. Right. And and or you're gonna need some non flushable wipes to clean up after that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I was saying. And or uh, sometimes tampons are used as a semi-contraception in a way. Mm, what? what if they're butt-chugging? What? How does you that work? You dip the tampon in vodka and then you shove it in your ass. No, no, no. You can they're use... adults. <laughs> okay. They, can, they, have, they have unlimited I mean, co- access to vodka. College kids are adults. No, 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 no. It's not that you drink the vodka. You just uh, you, you can get fucking wasted I faster, I think that's what you I do think. when you only have like a tenth of a bottle of vodka left between three people. Mm. If we need to stay yeah, here till midnight kind of college. <laughs> for you to explain, tampons are sometimes used as a contraceptive device. They could be. How? If they're up there and you're fucking around and then you jizz. You're... Are you it just kidding soaks me? the jizz? Mechanically, <laughs> it makes a little bit of sense. No. It'd be like this. You go to have sex, you go, huh, oh, well, something's already in there. That, sure, that's the problem, th- th- too. Yeah, that would be it. Right. Move on to the next orifice. <laughs> Get that drop. <laughs> so, I don't know. <clears throat> but I conclude that someone's been cheating. I text the tenant. I say, things have been flushed that should not have been flushed. His first thought was, was it the kids? The kids between him and his wife. Him and his hot wife. Um, And then he said, or adult things, dot, 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 say no more. Then I said, okay. Well, those things are left in a pile near the sewer clean out in the yard, just so you know. He goes, noted. Thank you for the heads up. Hmm. Like, so I can get home and clean this up before the wife sees. So, less than a week later... Or the kids. Probably doesn't I want get the kids to see it either. Another no, I get a phone call from this man and it was at seven in the morning. I was still asleep because I was out late the night before. And I'm in bed, asleep, not feeling uh, great. Yeah. 
7 o'clock, my phone's ringing. It's this man. He tells me, another clog, another backup. I got my dick stuck in the sewer this time. (laughs) (laughs) It's all doorknobs. (laughs) Yeah, he's doing a really bad impression of uh, fucking, what's the guy who pats his belly? Oh, the black comedian? Tracy Morgan. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. He's going, I got my dick stuck. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he misinterpreted what was going on. But um, anyway, he calls me. He tells me there's another backup, and I'm just, I've had it. I'm not feeling great. He woke me up. I'm hungover. Still drunk, probably. And I just go, you're fucking kidding me. (laughs) How? He goes, I don't know. I'm on my way to work. Call the plumber again. Same guy. Have him go out there later that day. He clears the clog. Same kind of issue. Same stuff. Hmm. The wife is there with him. Crying because she feels so bad that the sewage is plugged up again. Hmm. So she knows. That's what he tells me. Or is she crying because she's learning something or getting confirmation on something? Wow. Yeah. And now I also think there might be a problem with my sewage. But wait a minute. Is it just more tampons? And he's like, yeah. And condoms. Right. So does he have his mistress over and be like, look, this is the very last time we can flush all the tampons and condoms. And how many condoms do you use and how many tampons do you need? Right. This is what I don't understand. Oh, yeah. How many condoms? Did he give you a count? I I didn't get a condom count. Get an inventory. Yeah. Hmm. But she was crying. She was... It wasn't good. Mm. I felt bad. And then you moved in? I don't know what to do. Oh. They're there for another almost two months. Uh, well, keep that plumber on retainer. Honestly, yeah. if I had to pay him every week to come and do this, it would still be well worth the amount of money I'm getting. Oh, really? Them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Uh, you got to get that incinerator in the, in, the, in the fucking sewer line. Just chop that shit up. Yeah. I need a garbage disposal in the toilet. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you, man. Then you can flush anything you fucking want. Just grinds it all Kramer did it in the I shower. I mean, it, work, it works good if you got a heavy poop, too. Stop wasting all of the, all that time and money on the plungers. And go straight to the, <laughs> the, the poop chopper. Oh, man. I do like I need a garbage disposal in the toilet. That's the <laughs> title of this show. Thank you. Um... Lots of choices. Mm. So uh, that we got to that from something else, as is the way around here. Uh, Don John. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he uses condoms. He talks about. (laughs) But anyway, I'm only halfway through and I'm really excited to see how this movie ends. Oh, you're only halfway through? Yeah. You're excited to see how this movie ends? Yeah. I don't recall it being a good movie. Well, uh, hopefully they come at the end. There's Yeah, he comes. Hmm. Several times. Kleenexes and condoms. Who writes a movie for themselves where they're the guy that just jerks off constantly? How oh, weird. Maybe he's trying to head off uh, some, some blackmail. What the fuck was that move Andrew <laughs> that just was, did with his face? I gave you the, 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 like the salute from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, I've never seen that show. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I I spent an entire year watching with an ex-girlfriend. That's (laughs) all we watched was Third Rock from the Sun for a year. But uh, I forget what I was talking about. Andrew confused me so much with that move. And there goes the pee in the middle of the show. Go in the yard. 
he's actually doing it. Let me know how those lights work. I installed some lights out there because it was super dark mm-hmm. in the basement door. They work. Oh, nice. Good. He just yelled that they work. Motion lights. Yeah. Oh, those are Solar-powered nice. motion lights. Oh, lovely. because yeah, it was super dark, and it's this basement door, right? So it has like a, a pit with stairs coming out of it, and uh, they're kind of slippery and slimy when it rains, and, and you couldn't see shit. And, you know, it's fucking December up here, and sun goes down at like noon. Might as well live in goddamn Alaska. What's your next big project around here? Uh, apparently buying a new hot water heater or getting it fixed. Oh, so you, wait, I don't you have know. no hot water? No, I don't know what happened. So um, took out this thing called the anode. Are you familiar with the anode? No. Hot water heaters have this thing in it that's a sacrificial piece of metal, basically, to keep, cor- like it attracts the corrosion so the tank itself doesn't corrode. And so every few years you have to replace them. And this uh, hot water heater had really sulfur-smelling water when I first moved in. And part of the problem is that, you know, without a proper anode, then it gets, like, bacteria in the water. And I think it was, you know, turned off for a while. And so uh, Andrew and I one day fucked with this thing and swapped out the anode and drained it and tried to get the sediment out and all that shit. And ever since that day, it just uh, it only worked for, like, two days. And now it just won't heat which is not good. So either like a temperature sensor got fried or, you know, part of the problem is that um, the anode goes in at the top of the hot water heater and we were filling the water heater back up trying to get the sediment to, you know, basically wash itself out. And the water comes spewing out the top of the hot water heater and I scream at Andrew, turn it off, turn it off. Uh, but it was too late. And the water uh, basically poured down into a bunch of wires. So I don't know if that was good for it. I'm going to suspect it wasn't. Right. But it seemed to have worked for a couple days after that once I let it dry out. And uh, now it's just fucked. I don't know. So that is, that's the bummer. So that'll be the next uh, important project to get to because it What's is What's the next cold. fun one, though? The next fun one. <laughs> ah, fucking killing myself, probably. I built shelves yesterday. I saw those. They yeah, we got great. some shelves together. No, you didn't see them you, in the garage. I don't think you did. They're in the oh. big shop. Wow. Oh. <laughs> what are they for? Stuff. Like they're shelves. What the fuck? You put things on them. What are they made out of? Uh, metal, metal and wood. wood. I got them for free from work. So they, uh, I don't know if they were worth the price of free, though, because they are such a pain in the dick to put together. But once they're together, they are super strong and fairly decent shelves, I guess. Um, and I again, they're say, free. So Puke, you were mm. right. I went outside to pee. It was fucking great. <laughs> I, I knew you'd enjoy it. Right at the top step. Did you stare at the neighbor's house? No. It was, just, it was very cold, but it was brisk, and it felt nice. <laughs> And I just stared up at the stars oh, yeah, as I peed. Stars. It was great. It was way better than and, peeing in the bathroom. I, yeah, well, here's the big difference. Here's the really big difference. When you pee outside, it's like uh, freer. You know? Like if you're peeing in a toilet, it's like you've got this much space. You're like, I could do this in prison. So, yeah, exactly. And, and you only have this much space. Yeah. You know? It's like the size of a large bowl. Like a large salad bowl. And you have to pee mm. in there from a couple feet away. So your focus has to be kind of there. Yeah. You can't look at stars. Right. Right. But when you don't, when you're just peeing anywhere. You can't raise your hands to the sky you don't in gratitude. need your <laughs> hands anymore. Yeah. That's the reason you buy a house out in the, the country. So you can just piss anywhere you want. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. I got to get that figured out. But um, 
Wait, what? Figured the out. hot water heater. Oh yeah, but let's get onto a. So the shelves. That's for the garage. Yeah, garage needs a lot of organization and cleaning. There's a lot of dust and like there was a dead bird in there somewhere. And yeah, there's uh, there's water coming in the in the roof. Shingles got to get repaired. There's no such thing as fun projects in a house. Uh, <laughs> it's it's all it's all a fucking never ending disaster. And then on occasion you get to enjoy it. All right. Well. Yeah. Andrew, you said you had something you wanted to get to in this hour. We don't have to, though. I don't know. I wanted to yell about money and mostly yell at Puke. I don't know. Puke, has that sound like something you're in the mood for? No. <laughs> Obviously not. As much as I enjoy Andrew berating me for my life choices. Is there something you could talk yell about money without being uh, mean to Puke? No. No, because all I can think about is NFTs. Mm. I don't even know what those are. Right. Yeah, nobody does. <clears throat> and that's part of the problem. So now we're talking about it. Yeah. Well, what do you want to talk about? Okay. So, Puke, explain. Now, we've talked about this on the show before. You, in fact, talked about it on an episode that I wasn't here for, mm. and you summed it up as Andrew's an old man who doesn't understand technology, therefore he's an idiot and can't possibly comprehend the value of NFTs. You weren't such a dumb piece of shit. <laughs> because NFTs are so valuable, Andrew's just a stupid man who doesn't understand the internet. The end. There you go. So explain to Brett NFTs and why they are so valuable. I don't know if they're so valuable, but they're valuable right now. Okay, explain and to so you you're somebody who spent uh, an inordinate amount of time, maybe, yeah, focusing on these things on one particular project. Okay, in go. particular, which I'm not going to really. Johan says into NFT, no fucking testosterone. <laughs> who says that? Johan. Nice. No, I got involved in this project, and uh, it was it was just we talked about it mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. and I was just following along because it was basically like, hey, here's a bunch of puzzles and clues and shit, and see if you can figure it out. And I was like, all right, this sounds like an interesting, fun time. Did puzzles and clues exist before NFTs? Yeah. Oh, have you not played games before? Did people invest? I love your ridiculous body amounts right of money. <laughs> <laughs> into it before NFTs existed? Uh, probably. Have you ever gone to a game store? Yeah, but... Like people spend a lot of money on... I spent a lot of money on Warhammer when I was younger. Like thousands? Yeah. I feel like I'm a fly on the wall in the principal's <laughs> office. Tens of thousands? No. Hundreds of thousands? Millions? The, probably. Is there I any Warhammer? Is there a hammer from war that is worth... <laughs> Six figures? There was actually a uh, one of the Warhammer. Um, I think it was the most expensive model they made was like two thousand dollars. Yeah, and whoever bought that was just an idiot. A bunch of people. No, I don't know. Or they had a good time. They had fun. They spent hours Doing upon what? hours trimming away little pieces of flash from these plastic. Metal. Yeah. Well, actually, this model I'm talking about was the. Uh, Fuck, I forget what it was, but it was a Space Marine. Uh... I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> I'm just, I, I didn't say anything. Space Marine Thunderhawk. You you're saying the word Space Marine. Space Marine Thunderhawk gunship. And it, it was actually, it's metal. So it's made out of like pewter. So you have to like trim away and file all this stuff. And you, you put it together <laughs> and you build this model and then you paint it. And then he's just the worst cocksucker, isn't he? <laughs> I'm sorry, Space Marine what? Thunderhawk? Gunship. 
Man, all my titles just got bumped. Man, Andrew's the if if Andrew was the same age as me and we were in the same high school, I would have shot the fuck out of that high school. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew would have been the kid that pushed me over the edge. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, what, what is a, so yeah, I got in this project hurts. and it's, it's fun. I'm having fun. And Andrew's like, fuck you for having fun. That's not something I approve of to be fun. No, I'm I'm mad because puke represents an entire <laughs> segment of society that has decided, oh, yeah, our entire purpose in life is no longer to create and produce and they are enhance our society for any greater good or to benefit the planet in any way or moves, the guy who used move to things fuck, forward. He used to just go around in circles and fucking drift cars burning rubber. So yeah. yours, to, what to were me, you creating then? To me... I wasn't taking hundreds of thousands of dollars from people based on zero. <laughs> so your thing was, Puke has this thing. Went way up in value. He should have sold it, and he didn't. And I said, well, I agree. He should have sold it. If he could have found a buyer for it, but I—that's uh, all I know. Except it's worth more money now, so I shouldn't have sold it. To what buyer? Well, if I did, you find a buyer yet? You haven't proven me wrong yet by finding a buyer. The I'm problem with the dynamic, the game is, that is still. Going I can on. sell my Miata for nine hundred thousand dollars. I just haven't found a buyer yet. Yeah, true. But you want to yell? <laughs> oh, like, well, I, I think yes. I think I agree with you that yes, if this thing went way up in value. Uh, once it got to, there should have been like an established threshold where like, if mm. there is a buyer at this price sell, but I'm not emotionally involved in that situation. But what's clouding the, the, the dynamic here is Andrew wants to yell right now at millions of people around the world and only you're here. So, the problem. Yeah. so you have you're representing the yeah, a represent massive segment of society yeah. and a large deployment of money mm. that is literally just taking away from the productive part of the world. Hmm. I'm very, very worried that a lot of resources, the, the more this goes on, the more I kind of worry that there's a bit of a honeypot here. This is no different than a bunch of fuckers investing in GameStop all of a sudden because of a Reddit thread. Oh, yeah. I guess so. But if I was one of those fuckers that made a bunch of money off a Reddit thread, I'd be pretty happy. Sure. Mm -hmm. But you know how they had to make, you know what they had to do to make money? Oh, like shoot a bunch of babies or something. No, they I had to sell. <laughs> Oh, yeah. and find a buyer uh -huh. that would pay them mm -hmm. in actual money. Yeah. <clears throat> What's actual money? Uh, shit you can use to buy things with. Okay. Like Bitcoin? Sure. <laughs> Where Where's that Bitcoin computer we paid like five Bitcoin for? Somewhere in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm -hmm. here's my issue. All these people are literally, they're taking away from productive, like this is money that can be deployed to people who are producing something. This is not producing something. It has no value. Now is the part where you make an argument for its inherent value. Go ahead. Because uh, people are willing to pay for it, so therefore it has value. That doesn't mean it has inherent value. Well, I don't know what inherent value is. Uh, maybe objective value. Okay, objective yeah, Everything value. has objective value. No. Oh, okay. No, because somebody would say, like, my mom, I'd be like, Mom, lend me $240,000 so I can buy this thing. She'd be like, that's dumb, right? So that, that yeah. fails. That's not obje objective. That fails objective value. That's subjective. Mm -hmm. That's right? the opposite. Yeah. Like, if I was like, Mom, I found a swimming pool filled with 
gold. This sounds like a lie, though. <laughs> jello, <laughs> no, golden jello. But it's it's got a cover on it and mm. it's locked and the key is. Yeah. So people that collect things like they're just sucking value out of society because they're purchasing things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they are in a way. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. However, most people who collect things and suck value out of society, they're not sucking arguably hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars out of society. They're sucking, well, I, I mean, don't know, $100 for a special playing card, the trading card. But I'm not sure money's being sucked yeah, out well, that's of the society. Thing. Like you're, you, you feel like that uh, the economy has X amount of dollars and only so much can go. Some, like It sounds to me like you're making the argument that the, uh, the pie of existing okay, money Let's is only so big. And Let's focus on the investment of time and energy for what real benefit. I don't know what benefit is anything. Like people enjoy watching football and and uh, fucking doing anything. Yes, but people aren't going well because I watch football. I'm a football enthusiast. I now have a football worth three hundred and forty thousand dollars. Well, somebody might. I mean, like, what if it's a Super Bowl? That Super Bowl ball ball or something. Right. <clears throat> Johan's in the chat says collectors are cock sucking money out of society. <laughs> He also says, he makes a good point, though. How is it even said to be worth X if no transaction has occurred? So, like, you have well, declared I mean, it's, it's to me how much your shit is worth. It's based off of sales of other similar items. Okay. So, I don't know if mine's worth who's, X. Who's declaring the value? The other people that are purchasing similar items. Like, if you're trading baseball cards, uh -huh. and let's say, you know, they make, like, a rookie card, there's probably, like, 50 of them out there in the world mm -hmm. and two of them sell for a thousand bucks then you can deduce that maybe the one that you have is possibly also going to sell for a thousand dollars it might it might not it might sell for more it all depends on who is willing to purchase it and who values that item more so with the baseball card yes you can say people are really into like look at brett here one third Hi, of us are really into baseball Therefore, one third of us would really value possibly baseball cards. Possibly. Possibly. So that's how you determine the value there. Mm -hmm. But with this NFT thing, what is it? Uh, like, what do you mean, what is it? Well, we know it's zeros and ones, but it represents yeah. what? It's basically digital property. Of what? Uh, like I can have property. Again, yeah. okay, in the real world, we have property. The property is no, no. the item. Like so, you have. Okay, oh, there's an item. I get so it. So instead of having a physical card or something like that, you have a digital representation of a card. Right, and I'm asking there in the what ether. it is of. Like you mentioned property. So in the real world, there's real property. People own mm -hmm. physical things. Yeah. Earth, for example, land. Mm. You could have land that is just contaminated by uranium yeah or you can have land valuable. that is very fertile and could grow brussels sprouts mm, delicious. right these two things are they differ in value yeah so what is the property that your nft represents um it represents access into an exclusive club an exclusive and club. that sounds like something yeah that sounds like a country club like well it is in a, basically in a country club you get access to a golf course yeah. 
pretty landscapes, pretty views, a place where you can go yeah. so and I, feel comfortable and experience something. Oh, and and, and actually, honestly, that's, network. That's an excellent point Since, because I know, what I'm I have, making it. yeah. So I have access to other people that are interested in the same thing that mm -hmm. have a diverse um, experience. A yep. lot of them are fucking nerds like have me, they given but you also they're business all, opportunities by entering this collective of. Not at, not at the moment. No, they haven't given you. But there time. is that possibility because, because that's, that's an argument for the value created. of a country club. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do, country do you get clubs? good food? Well, no. Do it's you get on the service? Computer. Do you get drink service? No. Yeah, but you're, do you get cocktails? No. Do you get hors d'oeuvres? No. Yeah, but it's like you're no, also. No, I don't get any food out of my computer. <laughs> but it's also the, I have to go to Grubhub for that. There's a false <laughs> comparison that you're doing, right? Because you're like, if you're a reporter who's writing an article. 10 best country clubs. And then he comes to you. He's your reporting assistant. And he goes, how about this NFT is on the list? And you go, no, that's absurd. It doesn't have any... Uh, You're you, saying my metrics aren't uh, conducive to allowing they're him not, to be competitive. They're not... They're not you, your, your metrics are not universal. Okay, so give me a metric that's more universal. Uh, below, uh, exclusivity, mm -hmm. I think, is but so so. But then you're but like, but exclusivity to what? To this? Like I can say, so, Brett, I have a club. I'm allowing two people in it. It's very exclusive. Okay, well, all right. There's no value well, so, there. So, but, right, so here's the other thing. Here's well, I, where I will agree with you a little bit. The exclusivity of a country club is physically, realistically finite, right? So. Only so many people could be a member of this country club. In like the um, online course world, scarcity is artificial, right? Everything is like these it's artificial. It, well, it's but yeah, but it's also there's like artificial constraints, like act now, only ten spots left. Uh, now maybe if that's like you're working with somebody one on one, maybe there is a threshold to how many people could be in it. So. I don't know the details of the exclusivity of this mm -hmm. other thing. Yeah, and I'm Is not going to tell the details just for basically security reasons. Okay. But I will offline if you're interested. Okay. But the thing here, though, is Andrew is conflating what I got involved in with all NFTs. And not all NFTs provide... Is special? I feel like it is. It's, it's... I mean, it's not the only one that does this... But there's a lot of shit out there, right? It's the same thing with like what, all the shit coins that have been created, like Dogecoin. So you have exclusive access to um, what? possible games coming out. I get to <clears throat> Hold network on. Stop with there. people. Stop there. Stop there. Let's take this one thing mm -hmm. at a time. Possible games coming out. Yeah. So games are things that have existed before NFTs, right? Mm -hmm. Do we need to be part of an exclusive club to get access to the new Mario Kart? No, but is let's this say game going to be better than the new Mario Kart? People pay. Uh, How great is this game going to be? People, is it going to revolutionize the world? People pay mm -hmm. a lot of money for things like um, I forget what it is. Like PlayStation and Xbox have these um, upper tiers that you can pay for uh -huh. on a monthly basis, and okay. it gives you access to games early okay. or you know like unique skins in games when they come out, stuff like that. Right. Sure. So there's yeah. a market for that. Yeah. So. Is that market six figures per individual? Mm, no. Hmm. Hmm. So your justification <laughs> for this market is, okay, if we look at the things that are far more popular and more desirable mm -hmm. to the whole, yeah. they are only worth this. But yeah. your thing, which is not popular and not desirable to the whole, is somehow worth fucking, I can't even reach high Yeah, enough. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But it is. And so okay. I'm going to take it. Okay. Um, so... 
But but that's okay. But you're comparing a real game to what's your game? It doesn't exist. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, it's not uh, even a real fake thing. Nah. Not but, even a real fake thing. Let's think but about it's, that. For it's a in the works. It's in the Apparently. works. So you have to so have it's, faith it's what? in that this person have is creating. Faith. Yeah. So yeah. you're with well, this person. You're following somebody. There's well, a there's leader. Two, there's two people that created this project. Yeah. Okay. Like uh like Tex. <laughs> Tex Watson? Yeah. Yeah. And the other guy. <laughs> is there how about this? Is there a pool? Of buyers, is there yes. people who? Okay, so there's people who want to buy. Right now, there is yes. Okay. Uh, this project raised from, so they had an initial game. There's been multiple layers of this game of. Wait, wait, I thought there was no game get, yet. The game of solving clues and, like, would I enjoy this game? So actually, I enjoy some games. I've like Bomberman, it, fucking I've, Mario. I've played a couple games that they created. Was was so based on your scores in this game. Better than Mario? Oh no, these are like little <laughs> things like uh, Pac Man. And so you play the game. I'll pay a quarter of Pac Man based on your ranking. I didn't. Would you pay, pay a quarter for Pac Man? What? Would I you didn't, pay a quarter for Pac Man? Not anymore. Well, not here's anymore. the other thing too. I haven't really paid anything. It's like Pac Man. I haven't. Paid, so it's not worth a quarter. I haven't paid anything for these NFTs. Now I did have to pay network fees because the Ethereum network requires. But what have you lost fees. in time? <sighs> Nothing. Okay. I don't think I've lost really any time. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else would I be doing with my time? Have you well catching has, COVID and building a not skill? going to work? Have you have you spent understanding a lot of time? yourself? <laughs> I don't need to understand. I understand that uh, uh, nothing. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm really taking the uh, yeah, aggressive approach here. You're, but I'm doing. You it. hate this shit so much, and it's fascinating. Is it something you spend a lot of time on, though? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. Um, For the last two months, I mean, like now, what's a lot of time? Not two months. It's been more. Uh, I think it's been since October, so maybe three. It's been more. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we first debated you know, this at least six months ago. No, this NFT project? No, mm-hmm. no. No, we have not. Um, now you've yelled at me for doing other things on my computer. <laughs> so basically, anytime I you do, you should see an- the movie Don John. Anytime I do anything that isn't helping Andrew assemble furniture, <laughs> he's basically like, "You're fucking wasting your time. You should come help me assemble furniture in my project." Is that what I should be learning? Is how to assemble furniture for Andrew? I'm happy to help him out, but I don't like fucking. Yell at him, and be like, "Yo, you're just wasting your time assembling furniture." I am wasting my time. That's why I want to hire a person. No, oh, I should hire somebody to do these NFTs. Yes, if, that, if you were doing that, I'd be all yeah. for it. I would support you wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. It fascinates me how angry you get when at things that I do that I enjoy. That's that's what really it doesn't is have strange. to do. I'm not angry because you enjoy it. I'm angry because of what it is. I think you're is. angry when I have joy. I'm angry because of what it is. Sell this one. Hire Alex. I don't think Alex knows find anything another about one. these projects. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, Alex is very bearish on this. No, that's fine. I thought it was extremely stupid as well when I first started looking at NFTs because I'm like, okay, I'm an artist, a photographer. I take pictures. They're online. People can buy them. And then these NFT things come along and they're somehow different because it's like, well, what's what's the unique scarcity item here? Why are people attracted to things, NFTs? And one of the artists that I followed did a project where he sold a shit ton of 
NFTs and made like 69 million goddamn dollars or something. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So that could be all of us. No, I didn't think that. I thought, what's going on here? So I just started following it and watching it and I find it fascinating. And then... I mean, that's basically on par with like learning a new way to grow crops and then feeding the hungry. Yeah. Same thing. What if I took the, the, the profits that I made from this NFT project and fed somebody who was hungry, i.e. me. But you're not going to, <laughs> and you haven't taken any profits. I have. You are going to ride this shit until it's zero. I have taken profits. So, but, you, <laughs> okay. is it fair to say... And you, it was like, fuck you, you don't know what you do. You got out of it what you put into it, at least as far as yeah. monetarily. Yes, he did. I have. Yeah. To be fair to Puke, he absolutely did. So, monetar- But why did you do that? Hang on. Why did you do that? Oh, mainly because you and Nick wouldn't stop fucking berating me. <laughs> so that means and you, you make, don't have faith. You did make some good points. Do you have faith? I have faith. What do you mean? Do you have faith that this is 100% the greatest thing that could possibly fucking happen and you should be all in until the end? N- no. Well, I because mean, that's a hyperbolic the statement. The fact that you cashed have- out some tells me you don't have faith. Now, part of you goes, you know what? Andrew's right. No, 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 wait, 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 yeah, you're of, putting a spin on it, Andrew. Part of me goes, Andrew's correct, I should, when the opportunity presents itself, take my money off the table and play with the house money. Uh, yes, and one of the advantages of that that is beyond financial is that it changes your emotional investment, potentially. There's no guarantee, because yeah. if this thing continues to go up in value, you could get all fucked up emotionally about that, but... It does offer you the the opportunity to go. Okay, this is house money now, right? Yeah. So there, that is a benefit as well too. It doesn't necessarily translate to having no faith. It doesn't necessarily translate to having a little Andrew on your shoulder who whispers in your ear at night. Yeah. You're, you know what? I'm I'm the one who's right, and you whisper back and go, <laughs> Yeah, Andrew, I know you're the one who's right. Andrew has valuable points to Let's be made. Let's think about this on occasion. So you're talking about the value of this thing being based on a game. A game that no, has yet to exist. Well, I don't That's know what that That's you're it's... saying. You made that argument. You said there will be a game. Yeah. But like the... There isn't a game now. The NFT... This NFT project itself is a game. Mm-hmm. So a lot of NFT projects are basically just like, hey, you can buy these randomly generated NFTs for X amount of ETH, usually, See, this, or money. This sounds like you're blurring the definition of the word game. Yeah. So... Hang on. Let, let, <sighs> let, let me translate this into something that uh, us idiots can understand. There is allegedly supposed to be actual games coming from <laughs> okay. a game studio. Let's say I invest a bunch of money and in time uh-huh. into buying a car. Yeah. Right? I like cars. I love cars. I feel like you like cars I a lot. fucking love cars. I blow every dollar on cars. You're fucking dumb. Sell it. Yep. <laughs> However... This one car, though, Puke, that I've focused way too much time into, and I have it. It's worth, I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. because the makers of the car tell me it's worth this much. Mm -hmm. I'm holding my arms out as far as I can. Yeah, there's a very short arms, a big pot of gold above my head. Uh, Do you need longer arms? Maybe I'm not going to sell it for this much because one day there will be a racing series. Mm Mm-hmm. That this car can compete in. Yeah, because you own that and car. And make you, money. And yeah. I own that car, so I have exclusive access mm-hmm. to that racing series, which may exist at some point in the future. Yeah. But it doesn't exist now. What if there's... And to be fair, 
other races and other race cars have existed for a long time. What if there's tens of thousands of people and out I there don't that have also any faith. want your car? I don't have any faith that this race series that's uh-huh. coming is going to be better than fucking whatever already existed, Spec Miata. Well, it might not, but what if the hype around that race series is the so hype, high that the people hype. are like offering oh, you? The How about this? Could the you, hype. Could you fish a little bit for buyers? And maybe could, yeah. like try to work out like an offer. Like you could you could always pull away from an offer, but like Well, I mean, I have watched the prices of what other people have sold the NFTs along the way in this project. How do well, how do you know that? How can you see that? Because there are websites uh, like OpenSea, okay, is a website where people buy and sell NFTs. Okay. In what is called the secondary market. It's basically a marketplace for these NFTs. And so each project usually has a page dedicated to its series of NFTs, and you can watch the sales volume on on that website. Now people can also sell them off that website and stuff, but it's a little bit more dangerous because this website allows you to trustlessly exchange them, right? So you list an NFT for sale, and thus uh, people can make offers on it, or you can just have a set price, and if somebody buys it, boom. It's theirs, and you get the. And then uh, it solves for that. Yeah. How great okay. is this game going to be? I mean, I don't even like video games, and I'm fucking excited. Well, here's the other thing, Andrew. It's You're... not just the game. That's that's what I keep oh. trying to state is that it's access to fascinating people that are also in this industry, maybe oh. the video game industry, specifically <clears throat> the cryptocurrency video See, game I thought industry. It was a bunch of fucking Filipino which, virtual assistants and twelve year olds. There's a lot of Australians. And they are fucking funny people. But um, could it be because they have nothing better to do right now? No. Than be fucking imprisoned? I mean, everybody in there has nothing to do. No, I've actually listened and, and, and talked to a lot of fascinating people who are doctors or high school teachers, tech mm. professionals, people that are like young in college. Oh, so you just come across a lot of business opportunities, investment opportunities, ways to focus your time and learn things and grow. Maybe. Oh, you have. I don't know that like you what? would Give agree me an with that, but Give me an example. basically other NFT projects, oh. other video games. Oh. Come on. When you talk about people <laughs> making bad financial decisions inside this world, mm-hmm. like if you're thinking about it in terms of real money, like people, people are lining up to buy these things with Ethereum. There's a lot of people who have a lot of money in Ethereum that they didn't earn, right? There are a lot of these. Therefore, nerds. we should listen to them. Well, but, but no. But what I'm saying uh, yeah, is, I mean, it's, it's a different world with different stakes, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like somebody bought into Ethereum a whole bunch when Ethereum was ten dollars. They've got a whole lot of Ethereum to play with now, so they're not going to make like like like. Is this the best thing that they could be doing with their money from an investment standpoint? Right. They're basically no. looking at it as free money, and they throw it around. Yeah. yeah exactly. So it's it's a wild, volatile kind of world. And to Andrew's point, because of this volatility, potentially, if you know you if you could find somebody, I but this is just me. Like if I was in your position, I could find a buyer who would give me seventy five percent of the stated worth, I would sell it immediately. Yeah. You know? The problem though, is that if I had taken Andrew's advice and sold it immediately, then the, I would not have... The people controlling this the would, other. would not have told him it's worth more the following week. No. the He couldn't change digital genders. That's you, the most recent update you, I heard. You have to sell... That is an update. But anyway, <laughs> that's, no. So it's hard to explain without giving away some I information that, yeah. that would I get possibly that. compromise 
security, right? Right. Um, but the, the thing is, is that it was a series of NFTs that you had to figure out clues and play games with and stuff. So it's not just one NFT. It's a continuing game from a couple of guys that are genius marketers and in the industry. And it's a lot of fun. And there's been a lot of hype and value created in something that is just a bunch of computer code that drives Andrew fucking nuts because he hates technology. No, it's a bunch of unproductive people who haven't created anything to benefit the planet and they just put a label on okay. it that gets fucking nerds excited and they call it fucking Space Marine Thunderhawk Gunship. All right, fucking so, Captain Woke over here all of a sudden gives a shit about <laughs> I super productivity. I think of all the things that are hyped right now, this seems to be super hyped. Oh, it's super hyped. Okay. I'm well aware of that. So... I what I don't know. I mean, you have your own process. I don't want to make you give away information you don't want to give away on the show. Uh if there's like a lot of money to be made here, I would make it. Yeah. Maybe I'm well before aware of that. you don't have the chance anymore. I know. I keep having that thought. That's what I, I that's I, that's what yeah. I've been saying but, for months. But so it, here's the other thing. And too. yes, you could say you're wrong because today the fucking our overlords say it's worth this much more. And then a week later you say, well, no, the, Oh, the fucking the guys, the, value, the marketers, the hypers say on. it's worth more. But the other no, thing no, is no. too. You're the, wrong. You're the, wrong. I will explain right now that the value is not set by the people that created this project. No, it it's set. The it's value is being set yeah. by the people buying and selling. Okay, so there's this. Here's the thing though, where That's the, one of the things that attracted me to this project is that they are not doing it in a scammy way. What makes this especially volatile is if tomorrow Bitcoin goes to $25,000. Oh, yeah, I'm fucked. No, people are going to go, yeah, it's happened before, whatever. You know, I mean, people are going to be like, oh, shit, holy shit. And a lot of people will sell. But, Two years ago, but, it went down to $4,000. Yeah, but plenty of people are going to be like, ah, yeah, it halved. So, okay, whatever. But it, because there's more of a time-testedness to Bitcoin, there there's more resilience when it falls mm -hmm. off like that. If something that's super overhyped suddenly starts to crash, it might be very quickly, very difficult to find a buyer. Yeah. Right? So, and every day that passes by, I believe that we are in <clears throat> an everything bubble. Yeah, we are in an everything, everything bubble, is yeah. in a bubble. And this is the most bubbly of all bubbles. And every day that passes by, the likelihood that it's worth nothing or an insignificant amount or that bubble pops, this is the first, ap the absolute first bubble to pop because it has no real world value zero real world value if it did have value what you're saying if every if i were to take every argument you've given me and say you know what you're right i believe you then anybody who is excited about mario would be a fucking bajillionaire because they could just buy into the next mario fucking villain character mm -hmm. that they can create like that has a whole lot more hype and a whole lot more people and a whole lot more money and backing and it's an actual game. Yeah. Like that's a game based on a real game that's existed in the past and there'll likely be a new version of it. Mm -hmm. It's not just the promise of a game that no one even cares about if it's good or bad. Like are you right, saying that you believe this game will be the greatest game that ever existed? Oh, no. Then why would you invest a bunch of money into this? I didn't really invest a bunch of money into it. Why would you that's invest a bunch of time into it? Because that's the ex ex equivalent of money. Kind of. But also, like, it's been a lot of time 
but also a lot of money. And so basically, like, I guess your time is far more valuable because you have shit to do or something. But uh, like for me, <laughs> like what, like what else would I have been doing with my time? But okay. Let's say, you know, that's let's say so you super win. fucking let's valuable. Let's say you get a million dollars. Okay. Okay. You get a million dollars. You cash that out. Why not have just played the lottery? Like, what did well, you those, actually those are get? Worse odds, probably. Okay, fine. But win or lose, whatever happens, when you come out of this, how are you better off other than the dollars in your tax liability? Uh, entertainment value. And that's my question. How much, like, that seems like a lot to have on the line for entertainment. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm a bit confused by your statement because you're you're basically suggesting that all that like the I don't know, fifty, sixty hours I've put into it equals you've definitely put in way more than that. Oh, okay, maybe. There's no way like we between you talking to me and Nick about it, you've put in more than sixty hours. Well, how many hours have I put into this podcast? Right. What the fuck do we get out of this other fun. than fun? Yep. And it, maybe we're entertaining other people. Yep. And thus, how is this podcast different from that? We created a world like they did yeah. with characters. Yeah. Like this is one of the probably the biggest time sucks I've ever had in my fucking life. And we only do it essentially for fun. We're not making any profit off of this. That's a good point, but you're not staying in this because there's a dollar value associated with it. So let me ask you this then. If Well, I'd be a lot more happy hold if on, there was. Hold on. So with your NFT thing, yeah. if you could make $500 on this, would you still be this engaged with it? Would you still be this involved with it? Maybe not. Maybe not? Maybe not. Would you have gotten involved with it in the first place? Maybe, yes. Even if, because again, the the pri the barrier to okay. entry was right. some fun puzzles and shit. Like so, tomorrow and like tomorrow, I, I read science fiction books. Right? How yep. many hours have I spent reading science fiction books that is solely entertainment, or watching movies that's solely entertainment? Yep, but you might the learn only a thing I get from movies or entertainment. I'm not learning any fucking lessons from the books I read. <laughs> I don't read <laughs> nice. none of that self help shit. But okay, I'm reading Space Marine Thunderhawk gunship, fucking shooting orcs and tyranids, guys. I gotta go. Tomorrow. Oh, his tomorrow, BM has arrived. Tomorrow, your shit's worth $500. Okay. Are you still just as engaged? Oh, no. I'll say no. I'll be honest and say no. So your argument about this show versus that being a time suck does not apply. Okay. If you say so, sure. Well, you're saying um, you're engaged in this because of the potential to make money. But yeah. then you're engaged in it and you're saying that, no, I'm engaged in this because of the community I get access to and the network mm. and the entertainment value. Yeah. What I'm telling you I is definitely say you the actually of it is don't that... value the entertainment that much. That's you true. are thinking of this as if you were an investor investing in something mm -hmm. and you were invested in the success of the thing. Therefore, you are invested in the success of this thing which is well, blinding sure. you to the reality of this non-thing. It doesn't even exist. It's not even a real thing. I mean, it is a real thing. Like, you have spent time educating yourself 
on learning about a horse that might race in a race one day. Maybe. If somebody puts that race together, Mm -hmm. that's what you've done. Okay. I've had a lot of fun doing it, too. (laughs) Horses love apples. Yeah, and if you cut them open, wait, what were we talking about? Applesauce. Eating a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look. Everything hey, is okay. thanks for joining us, Brett. Yeah, everything is okay. I just I have a lot more stuff I got to do before I go to bed, and eight o'clock was the latest I thought I would be here. So, well, we have done an hour on the second half. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, thanks for having me. Good luck naming the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, good luck solving this NFT thing, and I'll see you all soon. <laughs> Bye. That counts as a show.
Yeah, I started drinking Woodford regularly from a Ryan Reynolds movie. What? Yeah, Mississippi Grind. Because you saw the movie and yeah. they were drinking Woodford? They That's... ordered Woodford, and I just like saying the word Woodford. <laughs> so I started ordering Woodford. Well, that is why I like Whistle Pig. That's my favorite bourbon. Yeah, that seems too on the nose. It's a town in Vermont. What's a pecan sandy? Some What's a sandy? Of, some kind of it's a cookie that's like uh, dry. So sandy's an appropriate name. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Chat, sing along. One, two, three. It's Christmas time. We're all so merry. Are you getting a head start on your shopping? Just kidding. You should be almost done with your shopping. Christmas is just 13 days away. 13 days. That's less than two weeks. Have you made your plans? Where are you going? Three different trips to several different states before Christmas. You sound like you might be Santa Claus. No, he goes out on Christmas. Imagine if you only went to three states. No, Puke's the, the Santa. What? I'm the Santa because I've only been to three states? No. Because you declared it on the show. You're the pussy Santa. Oh. Uh, I regret saying things. Stupid cock-sucking Max. With their sucking of... No, don't you get it? I bet there's a cock-sucking water heater. Cock-sucking. See it? Because I can't... Doesn't want to play it again. There you go. You go back to work tomorrow? I went to, I went to work Friday. Oh, nice. He said, do you have COVID? And I said, I don't know. And they said, okay, go back to work. <laughs> uh, so I got that vent open. You may feel a lot of heat, Brett. I love uh, heat in the winter. Which should hopefully fix it, because this cock suck. <laughs> this basement gets so warm. <laughs> <clears throat> Why do you dislike that so much? I don't dislike it. I'm just oh. saying there's an abundance You're just sad for my... Ex- <laughs> Like there were some cock sucking shelves yesterday, in the garage. Oh yeah, um, sure there was some cock sucking traffic. <laughs> cock sucking water heater. What a bunch of cunts. That cock sucking flags too tall for this basement. <laughs> Gonna have to cut the cock sucker down. Cock sucking low ceiling. I'm very particular about uh, beanies and hats and such, and I have one beanie that I like wearing, but it I got it for free from Harpoon Brewery, and it has a giant harpoon. The word on it mm-hmm. is kind of gay. Um, what do you expect for like, a freenie? Um, yeah. Can we and I would like to find a... What's that? Of the word beanie? Sure. Uh, I I'll, like I'll the word beanie. call it a sock cap. It's called a winter hat. It's a sock cap or a beanie. That's what they're called. Mm, I don't I mean, like it. Call, we'll call it a flabarble. No, I, Brett, where do you get all your flabarbles? I just I call it a hats. winter hat. Winter hat. But that, can, that doesn't describe what it is. It's not the name. If I say winter hat, whatever comes to your mind... Is that? I'm going to picture what Russians wear. That's a Russian winter hat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I went into a couple stores and they didn't have uh, beanies, though. Did you ask them? No, I just looked around. Maybe they call them winter hats. I'm not going to talk to any human beings inside of a Target or a Walmart if I don't have to. Because I'm going to go up to them and say, hey, do you have any beanies? And they're going to point me to the beans. 
And they're going to say, here's where we keep all our Bush's baked beans, the secret sauce. The dog's not giving away that recipe. Look at my little arm. Look at my little arm. Look at my little arm. Oh, that's very little arm. Good thing you went to the gym today to work that arm out. Five, four, three. three. Okay, that does work. Five, four, three. All right, name for the show. Jim uh, talk and candy quizzes. <laughs> okay, uh, I kind of like that. Was it just glue? Slays a lot of puss. A Tony Danza vehicle. Tony Danza's son. Tony Danza was eating spaghetti. <laughs> I need a garbage disposal in the toilet. Space Marine Thunderhawk gun. <laughs> Why do you think I that's... That <laughs> I can't even say it. I can't even say it. And the last one is you've yelled at me for doing other things on my computer. Okay, Space right. Marine <laughs> Thunderhawk gunship. Bye, Brett. Do you want to see what it looks like? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I know what the album artwork will be of then. <laughs> me laughing? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I think it'll just be a picture of me punching you in the face. <laughs> <laughs>